back on this again. Well, what's the... There's an exit button. It, it should be right next to the back, yeah. All right, we're linked up here. Welcome a little bit to the pre-show. That's what I'm looking right now. I see guide info back. Back is it, so... Right? Back. back, yeah. Gotta be it. Well, what the hell? Go back. Well, no. Oh, the but there's a but like in between the arrow, in between the volume, the channels. There's a back arrow. That's how you go back on the channel. Why? Well, no, I want to just go back to the previous channel. That's yeah, what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. So you see the thing where you can go up and down on the channel. Yeah. There's a line behind uh, between those. You see that blind that there's arrow. Oh, that. <laughs> that one? No, that's not it either. <laughs> oh my God! I'm like an old man. Look at this. Here, let's see. Oh, that one. Oh, oh, okay, okay. <laughs> okay. That was embarrassing. We're live on YouTube. Hey, man. This well, this is you know, you, you got to use someone else's uh, remote control. It's always a bit daunting, you know, when you do that. So yeah, is that um, <laughs> what? Uh, and then, okay, we well, got the volume down on this. Okay, yeah. No, I, I feel prepared. Absolutely. I, I, it's the first time I've been high in a, in a week, I think. So I'm, I'm gonna be pretty fucked up. I think. We'll be pretty fucked happens. up, dude. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, are you ready to just get into it then? Fuck yeah, man! All right, well, Stanford beat Oregon. Is that is that? Oh yeah, the trees. The tree. Yeah, Oregon's ranked like number right, two or whatever the third. fuck, right? Yeah, because they, they they beat Ohio State. All right, well, yeah. let's let's get into this fucking song here. Yep. From Atlanta, Fulton We're storming the Capitol. It's a revolution. Purple color, I see. Then you maintain the status. December 7th, night. I'm gonna question a psychopath. I love you so badly. I got me. We're in. Yep. That didn't we make are. you feel angry this week. Didn't make, I'm just more contemplative, thinking about uh, a certain college football program that I cheer for and how uh, how bad it truly is. You called it. You were like, "This is the death knell for the Wisconsin Badgers football team." And you know what? You might be right. Well, I mean, I don't know if it's a, the, <laughs> this death year though. Nail. This year, I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This year, no, it's uh, there. Yeah, ominous signs. Ominous, yeah. The tornado yes. is on the tornadoes. The funnel cloud is on the horizon. Well, welcome in, everybody. This is uh, Keith Pazel's podcast. I, of course, am Keith Pazel. I'm here with Adam Crocious. Hello. Uh, we're watching a little college ball here. That's what I'm talking about it because this is yeah, Auburn is down 13 nothing LSU. It's later in the second half. They're driving. They're on the LSU like 26. You know, an SEC team's down by 13. You're like, oh, they could come back. There's some ability in there, they got some skill position. University of Wisconsin is down by 13. It is over. The game, when they're down by seven, 
it is over. They uh, are not over and team. out. They are not a good team. Uh, the quarterback got hospitalized. He got absolutely destroyed. I actually blame Krista that they weren't picking up the blitz. It's like, listen, coach, you have to put in the capacity. Oh, look at that moo moo in that fucking. Look at that lady. <laughs> LSU, here we go. I, I always was a. Uh, I liked LSU and the SEC teams when I was young. Yeah, dude. They, well, it's purple. No one really goes with purple anytime. That's why even TCU is a crazy Christian school. You know, you yeah. got to appreciate them for a <laughs> number one. They're frogs. They're the horned frogs. Yeah, exactly. Uh, that, that was a great. This is a great play by their quarterback. Get rid of the ball. Oh, he tried. Did you see that play? That was an amazing football play. You got to see this, man. Uh, it was totally a good play. This this quarterback literally Look at that marching band just in sequence. You, you got to see this play. It's an amazing. They got to show it again. This thing's incredible. Literally, he goes from one side then all the way to the other and avoids like four different guys and throws it at the last minute and throws a touchdown. That guy pass. was reacting like someone just threw a good dice shot to him. <laughs> exactly. There Look you at go. that lady. Yeah, you know, th- this play is incredible because they almost had him a couple different times. They almost sacked him two or three times on this play. This is I'm telling you, this is one of the best plays I've seen in a long time. I'm that, old, that old lady in the purple shirt looks like she just took her false teeth out and spiked him on the ground. By, by old lady, I mean woman who's 10 years younger than me. That's what you mean. Well, older broad, I <laughs> so should southern, say. That, that, that's southern, uh, southern age. You know, It's that southern diet you had for a long time. They got to show this play again because this play is... I'm sure they're figuring it out just because it's such an amazing play that, that they're actually working on editing it right now. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here, here's a play. I think it's pretty incredible. Oh, oh, oh dodged him. Then watch it. Ducked and dodged. Oh, look at him. Huck it. Look at him. Stand. That's a good pl- on the quarterback. There. Dude, that quarterback was amazing. Did you see that play? Yeah, that was great, man. This is true. Look at this. That's I like mean, he's going to get blast. He just threw it up there. And, oh, touchdown. I mean, that's after a long run. To gather yourself, I can't do that. Well, yeah, of course. I, I can't do You that. couldn't hike the ball. I couldn't. Well, yeah, that'd be tough. That would. <laughs> to even, think about it, to even raise your voice that high, to scream oh, over to that yell. crowd yeah, and like yeah. have the aggression, yeah. you, we could do it in this empty room. I know. <laughs> but but there, yeah, it's not, I mean, I, yeah. There's I no way you're hiking a ball. As you know, my illustrious football career, uh, I was the, I ran the plays in during eighth grade football. I was a DN tight end. That, that, it's a good combo. Know? Well, because they were grooming me. For like, here's his body type. This is what he could be if he played football more. But I didn't right. like getting yelled at. So they're like, you know, if he, if he puts on a little muscle, he can be our tight end. But if he gets fat, we're throwing him on the line. Yeah. And, and just, you know, there's edge certain- rushing wasn't was in the, in the late 70s. No. Or late 80s. Come on. Yeah, thank mid you. Mid 80s. Exactly. Don't- <laughs> it's actually mid 80s. It ain't late 80s. That's for sure, you know. But that's uh, almost there. You're thinking about the late '80s and the mid '80s. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. That, 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 I'm telling you, that was an amazing play. I, I'm again, a Wisconsin quarterback could not keep a play alive for that long. That just wouldn't happen. This is against good competition too. Yeah. Anyway, I'm excited. Good sturdy yeah. competition. So, uh, yeah. as you know, we're going to be talking about. Watching TV, making fun of it, talking yep. about the world and our lives through what is on television. We have Colin Coward stuff coming out. He's yeah. been a rascal. Uh, we got uh, a rascal. <laughs> we got. Well, I don't. You know, I don't want to attack the man up top. We're gonna get into it deeper. We're gonna get into it deeper. No, I do. I'm not. I love it. The term's. Great. It's such an old man term. It's great. It's great. Stool pigeon. He's a stool pigeon. He's a stoolie. He, uh, you think you want well, stoolie? That's a, bar, that's a bar stool sports. Uh, listener now. Well, that also, but I think also Stewie's a stool pigeon. It probably has dual meaning. You know, it probably has two meanings. Well, it does have two meanings. You know? we, just, we just laid out to it. Probably exactly. Has, that means it has at least three or four. 
this is the knowledge you get when you listen to our show, ladies and gentlemen. Street so, knowledge. So we got we got an I Love Lucy reboot to talk about. Uh, yeah, I have an yeah. episode of the Wonder Years just queued the fuck up. Oh, oh of the new Wonder the new Years. Wonder Years. I, I heard We're it's been skip getting around on that. Hasn't it been getting berated? Uh, like it's reviews well, have been pretty... not like berated, but it's it's it's. I look at it through the ratings. I don't really look at like yeah. what are the the people saying. So I mean, it could be the greatest thing ever. It, it's a little cheesy. Um. Well, what Fred doesn't Fred Savage uh, uh, produce it? Oh, I'm sure they the got guy, him to yeah. direct it. I mean, he's yeah. one of the bigger t- cable television directors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, Fred Savage and Irony. Yeah, Fred wow. Savage. Wow, I didn't realize that. I, I even said that as a joke to like they got to get Savage to direct the pilot. Yeah, like, they really fucking did. <laughs> so, what has he directed on cable? I didn't even. He's know. a big. It's always sunny in Philadelphia guy. Oh, that's a respected show. That, that, that that's solid. That's a, hey hey. You got Crow's seal of approval on that one. <laughs> hey, is, that, is that still produced? I don't even like, know if it's produced. Hey, I've seen. Yeah, it's still produced. Like, I've seen four episodes of that show. I know. Exactly. I, I've never binge watched. But yeah, that's the show. We'll be back after a word from our sponsors. Yep. Oh, what happened? Absolutely. Oh, hang on. I had it turned down still from the intro. Still working out the kinks. It's okay, and now, man. A word from our sponsors. All right, we're yeah, back. Absolutely. So that's that's the show. Look at that tiger in the middle of the field. I know. I like yeah. the way it fades out. That's actually pretty fucking slick. Oh yeah, no, yeah. LSU puts a good Bayou show. It's on. no. They, they know. know glitz, is it you know? How far is that from New Orleans? Well, it's in Baton Rouge, which is the capital, if I'm mistaken. And I think Baton Rouge is probably uh, it's about an hour. It's pretty close. Hour and a half to two hours. I want to say from New Orleans. I could be wrong on that. Maybe it's three. Uh, but it is, uh, you know, it's definitely got that New Orleans influence. You know, I think oh, a lot. Yeah. I think a lot of like money. <laughs> I think some moneyed kids. I want. I wonder about the history of LSU because I think Huey Long gave a lot of money to it to make it a, like a more substantial university. So who does it actually who the appeal fuck is to? Huey Long. Oh, Huey Long, dude. There, there's been a biopic about him starring Sean. I Penn. only know Huey Lewis. No, Huey Long was a populist, uh, popul- uh, uh politician in the 30s. That FDR was genuinely afraid of. He, he actually was concerned about him. He had a chance of maybe uh, dethroning him, you know. So, uh, and he was very much like, you know, uh, the rich got to pay more in taxes. He was very much a uh, kind of a progressive voice, if you want to use those terms. He didn't do race baiting. Like, he was literally one of the first gubernatorial candidates who wouldn't do race baiting. He very much like brought kind of Louisiana out of like, the, I mean, literally being like in a swamp state. This like is a what third you do. world nation. You talk about progressive politics while you're watching football in the Bayou Swamp. Well, it's LSU because LSU, Huey Long, there's a connection there. I think he gave a lot of money to make it a more substantial university. Yeah. Like they he also ha- wanted probably different water fountains, too. He, he that made was probably sure, in his. Yeah. He made sure all kids got, got a book. They had the same kind of textbook at all because they, they had. What horrific kids? schools what horrific schools well yeah it's all you they know? can't bury fucking it's all mush down there they can't bury people <laughs> fucking under the ground it's also it's got a rural bayou slavery history that's just like you know it's, the poor are not treated well down there they, they don't have much they don't have much of a voice anywhere i mean it is america they really don't have it down there so so huey long kind of gave a voice for that but he was a he ended up getting assassinated he got shot actually i think in the i want to say in the governor's office in 1938, 36, maybe there was a biopic uh, that Sean Penn starred as him. He was a he was a firebrand like a, a, um, uh, a attorney, you know, like a southern sort of like he was trying to do attorney. a McConaughey. 
Yeah, no, he, he was actually, and he, and he had a voice. I mean, he was a pretty, uh, he wasn't. Well, when you're performing a McConaughey-level character, you got to give yourself <laughs> a little bit of a voice. Well, it was Penn, not McConaughey. But McConaughey, yeah, it would have some of that influence. But yeah, so that, that is the LSU Huey Long lecture for today, just to let you know. <laughs> but LSU, James Carville went to LSU, and James Carville is a, I would say, he's a more of a democratic kind of populist southern democratic populist you know that's still yeah there's still a little bit of a voice i mean clinton was that obviously jimmy carter was that there's still a little bit of a voice but that's all been pretty suppressed so what how do you want to get into this do you want to do channel surfing or do you want to get into the espn colin coward stuff because it leads into the nfl we could we could chat about the nfl a little bit how we i mean there's big the bears were finally national news this week <laughs> Let, let's put on a we've had requests i guess keith that's that we, the espn people that we, like when we torture colin coward exactly so i think it's i think it's a good thing for us to well you know, maybe we watch a little bit of the more yeah no, let, let's pop it on let's pop it on right. i'm not emotionally invested in this LSU. so i saw the play i'm I gonna see set it. up the that was a listless attempt to block it a listless i'm gonna yeah. set up what we're doing here real quick so you know, our big thing here on the show is that ESPN and FS1 and all of these 24-hour sports shows, they're basically like, you know, they're lubing people's uh, thoughts about what they should, they're, they're trying yeah. to drive narratives to just, and I feel like they're just driving for content and yeah. not only just for content, but I feel like they want to be, they want to create narratives so their bullshit can be true. <laughs> So they'll say something at the beginning of the year, plant some seed, and then yeah. they'll torture a team to actually do it. And then, and then when either it doesn't happen or happens, they'll adjust based on and that. And say, you see, point proven. Like they proved a point. They predicted this three months ago, right? Is that what it is? Or if they're wrong, they'll say that they'll try and make it seem like, you know, oh, that didn't happen two months ago. We didn't say that. We didn't, we didn't say Even that. though we have it recorded, we have you saying the words. That's hilarious. We didn't say to start every rookie quarterback. Well, that, that, that is a strange form of lying. Lying so is pretty complex. That was, the, uh, that was the kind of tone of everything. Exactly. Of, you know, these, these rookies should start immediately. Yeah. This is, these are the situations for these teams. This I is, would be that. smart in this. Yep. I thought that. I've thought that. And then they all had, they've all been playing terribly. They're like one and nine. I think the only win was uh, Mac Jones against yeah. Zach Wilson. Oh, I, I think Tampa's going to go up and destroy New England this weekend. I think that's a distinct possibility. I think they're going to go up there and kick their ass. Kick their arse. You know, which, and that's the most compelling game of the weekend. But yes, I think, and we've been requested to, to basically you know, mock, critique, satirize, if you will, Colin Coward, who. I never really watched him much. What little we watched last week, he's a clown. I, I don't respect him. Uh, what's her face, old girl? Uh, Joy uh, Joy Taylor. Joy Taylor. She's solid. I, I, I was I was impressed by her. I was like, every point she made, I was like, no, she's spot on. Like she she was with it. Good for her because that guy's a blowhard. And, and speaking as a person who likes to you know spew out opinions before he thinks. That guy's a blowhard, you know, Colin Coward. He's terrible. So I'm going to put up a video. This is uh, Colin talking about where everybody should go. Basically, when he thought the rookies were going to start and get their first win and just his general vibe of these rookie quarterbacks. And then we're going to go further down into yeah. the future as we go and see what he's saying today. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so let's flip over here. Hey, uh, babe, can you go to. <laughs> The live stream and see how it's going <laughs> i like test. it so i no, i'm looking forward to i think this is a 
This is a segment that we're stumbling onto that's pretty good. I think we got something here. So this is from May 20th, 2021. This is when Colin predicts the five first-round rookie quarterbacks look, look at, at their first is start it and Jim first Brewer? Win. If Jim Brewer went into a time look at this. machine. Look at these different faces. So check this one out. You got that? He's forcing out the shit. Still working it out. It's feeling weird in his little tummy. I think there he's just high or drunk. And then That's, look at this know. one. Oh, he dropped it in the bowl finally, huh? Oh, okay. <laughs> he dropped it in the bowl. Yeah, he uh, he's just... Uh, it's good? I don't like okay. him. I... I, find, I don't know. I just don't, I don't. But look at this face right here. Oh, he's still got another load to come out. He this is he released the turd. Yeah. And then you ever see when it gives you a, an unexpected one when you're in yeah. mid talk and it kind of goes. <laughs> that's that face right there. Oh, oh it's terrible. <laughs> and then that's him fucking, you know, pretending like he didn't smell up the bathroom just yeah. a few minutes ago. <laughs> Who's he talking to there? Who's uh, I don't know. But that's him talking about why these rookie quarterbacks are struggling. I want to hear what he has to say. Uh, I want to hear his, his. So this is uh, predicting the first wins, and then we're going to go to another video. By the That's way, the past here. What's that background? Is that the Australian flag? Well, well what is that back? I don't get it. Is it uh, you know? No, that's just his logo. <laughs> you know, I mean, the the color is it is it a Michigan thing? I guess I don't know. I you know. So here we go. Here's Colin on when the rookie quarterbacks will start and win. Going to predict. When they start and when they first win. All right. The Jags selected Trevor Lawrence with the first overall pick. Looking at the Jags schedule. When will Lawrence get his first start and his first win? His first start is week one. And his first win is week one. And here's the thing. I, I, you know, I don't think I have the video up because it might not be on YouTube, but. He pulls all his shows down, by the way, like he doesn't bank his full shows. And I think he knows it's because he's so completely full of shit all the time that he's oh, like, yeah. I, I don't I you know, I don't want to have a track record on here. Yeah. <laughs> so so that was obviously wrong. Uh, let's fast forward a little bit. He yeah, how does about he cover his tracks? How, how does he? I mean, he just pulls his shows down. He doesn't give you any. He puts up clips on YouTube and he pulls his full shows down. He doesn't. There's no evidence of him being completely wrong gone so this is a weak defense ball control urban and track here we go uh, first you, you, you know what cj told this week we were texting this week and he, and he made a good point i think urban meyer is cj sullivan a, by the way can, yeah. very funny comedian exactly i i think that he would <laughs> he made a good point about he thinks urban meyer and i agree with him urban meyer is such an asshole that he'll quit like like a bobby petrino he style. wants a, he wants that usc gig exactly because usc is going to bring out a wheelbarrow filled with cash. A wheelbarrow filled with cash. I mean, they'll and, do something boring, like bring Chip Kelly over from UCLA. No, or no, Chip Kelly. I think Chip Kelly. They might have turned the corner over there. They're still a bit softish, but they got. They're definitely getting the offense. I mean, his offense was revolutionary. You know, I went to that Rose Bowl ten years. It was it was amazing. Anyway, so here's Doug, Zach yeah. Wilson. Yeah, Zach Ooh. Wilson, second overall. Here's the we- schedule. First start. First win. Look at him. God, I'm going to be so wrong about this. He already knows. Look at that face. Look at, so there's the inquisitiveness stepping up to the plate. Overall. Here's the we- schedule. First start. Ugh. I can't believe I have a job. Art first win. This is a lot to chew. So, start week one. Right. Yeah, we did. I, I'm going to say their first win 
is week five against Atlanta. They start 0 and 4. I mean, come have they? Are they 0 and 4? Yes, he's actually, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that, that, yeah, yeah, they're 0 and 4. So that could be on track. Yeah, absolutely. Let's give Colin where he, credit where it's due. Yeah, yeah, I, th- I think they're 0 and 4. They are. He's been People pretty bad. People also like my Colin Coward impression. <laughs> I mean, this show much. I like what he does. He'll he'll try and be deep. Like he he'll try and incorporate personal <laughs> shit about the players. Like he he did one. There's a new video I have pulled up when we get further down in the segment about how he saw some poor. He likened uh, someone getting drafted by a bad team to like when he sees a poor child who just has no hope. <laughs> he tries to pull these real life situations to make himself a real broadcaster oh and God. not just a sports blowhard. Yeah, well, I was gonna say. He even Jay Glazer, who is not known necessarily as Mr. Integrity, he at least has access to players. He has no access to people. I, assume, I mean, he correct? does. He has, it's very I mean, he limited. Does. He would limited. get the Mannings on his podcast. He actually okay. is, okay. I mean, fairly tuned in. I just think he's completely full of shit. Yeah, yeah. I, he throws I, some nugs. I didn't know that Zach Wilson's dad owns Jet Blue. Oh, wow. He's like a little rich kid. Yeah, well, you know. A little rich kid. I, I imagine he's Mormon. Correct, because he went oh, to BYU. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, probably. Yeah, well, you know, at, at, well, the punky QB was Catholic. He was Catholic. Well, at that's BYU. how they made it seem like Zach Wilson was gonna, you know, be overwhelmed by all the vag roaming around fucking New York City. <laughs> Man, that, yeah, that would be uh, to be a stud athlete in New York City. I don't know if it'd be much of a better life. <laughs> I think that's pretty much like that. You have being a stud athlete here would be cool too, but. New York would be pretty fucking amazing. To be a great athlete in New York, it would be a fun time. At least it was. I don't know about now. But anyway, okay, yeah, let's go through more of this. Yeah. Come on, Robert Sala going up against Belichick. Right, Rabel. Let's see when he's got we're going yeah. to the next player. Yeah. Denver fucking Denver's actually, you know, something? They play the Ravens this week. That'll be an interesting. I game. go they beat Atlanta in London. All right, the Niners yeah. traded up to take Trey Lance, third overall. Here's the schedule. First start, first win. Now, I think Trey Lance is going to be in some of the playbook week one. He's right. You don't move up number three pick unless you feel you got you got a dynamic difference maker. And this kind of offensive line and running game, you could win early. Even Trey Lance or Mac Jones both would have won early. I'm going to go starts week eight at Chicago uh-huh. and wins week eight at Chicago. I think you're looking at uh, the Super Bowl. That, that is now, so off. That actually, well, and now you got Fields versus Trey Lance. Yeah, yeah, no, it's, uh, I mean, because Garoppolo's actually played relatively well, but they put in Lance a few times. And I think they, they ran him a few times and gained a couple first downs. Like, I think he's made some plays. I don't know how many passes he's completed, but I think he's had a little bit of an impact. So they're, it's interesting how, but they're integrating him and it seems to be going well, but the Fields integration process is, uh, seems to be another story. We'll see. It's only been one game. It's only been one game. Roster, uh, I think the running game, remember, the Niners loaded up on their running back, Trey Sermon. So he's not far off on that. No, he seems to be. Man, I mean, he loves that picture of fucking Trevor Lawrence. I know. It, it, I don't like that hair. I, I, maybe his great, what, Trevor's hair? Yeah, it's, I don't know. I just, well, he's famous for it. It's just his whole, like, locks of Samson. <laughs> I don't know. So yeah, let's hear more. Let's see what he the Bears took Justin Fields at 11. Here's their schedule. First start, first win. This is the hardest one for me. So week one, he's going to start. Andy Dalton last Wow. He's, he got three that years, wrong. 11 and 22. Matt Nagy and Ryan Pace got to win games. And I also think Justin Fields <laughs> does physically what Andy Dalton can't, and it's going to pop in camp. It's going to pop in preseason. It's going to pop. He likes it saying did. pop. <laughs> he likes saying those are, those are the Collins go-tos. He likes saying pop, and he likes saying move off. They need to move off this guy. 
They need like it's like Trey oh, instead of saying oh. like move. They need to move. They need to move off to a right now. He's like coined the phrase "move off." off. Okay, God, okay. And Justin Fields played a lot of college games. Yeah, he's ready to play. When you come out of Ohio State and you played thirty games, you're ready to play in the NFL. Chase well, Young, Week One. Let's I, go. I, right. I I believe in his athletic ability. I, that I'm not doubting that one bit. Obviously, but the fact is, when he was like, "Oh, the speed of the game isn't that bad." That was a preseason game. It's now the real ga- real game, and and their offensive line is a, is a real problem. So, so now we'll go to a different shit that he's taken. Okay, so some of those he was off on a couple, but one he might land that Trey Lance one <laughs> against the Bears, you know, because that's, oh, yeah. that's only three weeks away, I think, right, or four weeks. So away. here we go. Far. So this is him. Uh, let's go into the same time. He, yeah, he's I don't know. Yeah, it's, he's got a career, you know. I, I guess we can't we can't judge him, right? <laughs> he's doing something and making money, and he's successful, right? There is one that is not Trey Lance, and he's the only. Oh wait, hold on. All right, um, a lot of rookie quarterbacks are playing. Now remind I, I remind you just a few moments ago, he was telling you about how these you know these you know they're in they're red they two of them needed to start the Jags and the Jets that was his yeah. argument they're on terrible yeah. teams who else are they going to go to Yeah, he was raving about how ready Justin Fields was yes. And then now look, now let's see what Colin's saying about the rookie quarterback. About Mac Jones, yeah. There is one that is not Trey Lance, and he's the only rookie quarterback everybody still loves. I'm hearing people snipe at Zach Wilson, Justin Fields, Trevor Lawrence, Mac Jones. Woo! Last weekend was bad. It was embarrassing. Well, that's, his, that's his inflections. Oh, and bad. Okay. Jones, whoo, last weekend was bad. It was embarrassing. And the one quarterback, oh, the rookie God. that we're all like, whoo, Trey Lance, touchdown pass, touchdown. Nobody's wooing over Trey Lance. I, I mean, I think it's, yeah. I He's just he, the only one that they eat. He hasn't been, because well, they're, they're winning also. Well, that's my the thing. San Francisco's winning, you know. That's <laughs> my thing about this too, is that like. They're two and one, you know. He's making it seem like. They're like, he's making it seem like they're winning because like they haven't played Trey Lance or like they just, they don't need to play Trey Lance. Like he's making it seem like they're getting it so right and everybody else is getting it so wrong. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, no, everybody went with their plan and certain things are happening. Yeah. And the 49ers are the only team out of the five that just are playing well. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not, it has nothing to do with the readiness of the quarterbacks. (laughs) Every rookie is as ready as another rookie. (laughs) Trey Lance can't throw a spiral. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It it is. Yeah. He's not playing. Kyle Shanahan talked about we don't have a quarterback controversy this is something i think is important even in my career uh and perhaps yours ugly losses leave shrapnel they don't they don't that's him getting poetic yeah i get poetic you can apply that to bucky just end when the game ends people talk about him they stew about him they get embedded in your head. You start let's, doubting let's teammates. The coordinator Fields. has got to go. You know, Joe Douglas, how many years do you get with this offensive line? No Owners offensive all line. all say they're patient. In the history of the league, there's never been a single patient NFL owner. Oh, my bad. There is one. The Packers. Because they don't actually have So them. now it's his narrative is these guys, they're going to get these their coaches fired. 
these quarterbacks they're the, uh, what we told everybody to do at the beginning of the season to start yeah, their yeah, rookies yeah 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 it's gonna get them fired <laughs> yeah so just like the changing your uh it's just such a uh, <laughs> playing a rookie and having him unravel Can i, I want to make a point about him this is all based on again the, the cliche prisoner of the moment you are just caught up in the moment that just happened you know and that is having too much of a uh, of a distorting view, I think, on his perception of things. That's my judgment. They create chaos. What I watch, and I haven't seen him because all. an impatient billionaire upstairs is going to get bad press about that baby he owns, and he's going to question. You know, all these billionaires have one thing in common: <clears throat> egos, and they all traffic children across the country for <laughs> sex, <laughs> and they don't like to be embarrassed. And the Jets just got shut out. And a Trevor Lawrence, uh, like, is throwing bad picks, and Justin Fields, and oh my God, my coach, and my it tears at the fabric of the building. Yeah. How do you think that flight home was for the Jets last week? Probably pretty sick, dude. First class. <laughs> yeah, you probably had a sh- some shrimp, a steak, maybe. You Zach know? Wilson probably got tugged out in the fucking bathroom by a flight <laughs> no, attendant. I, I, yeah, yeah. I tell you, honestly, when you're losing and you're flying back. A lot of football players say it's not a fun trip back. When you're flying back home after a loss, it's depressing on the plane. Unlike the Cubs in 1984 when they flew to San Diego, when they were up 2-0, I guess they all got completely shit-faced on the flight. Hell they're, yeah. they're like, we're going to win this series against the Padres. They dominated those first two games. And Leon Eckersley, yeah, I guess all of them were getting drunk. They were shit house on the flight out there. <laughs> like, it's a party, fellas. We're going to finish this off. And it was like, that, that was a very dramatic series. There was a lot of very dramatic moments. Steve Garvey had a walk-off home run off Lee Smith in a game four of that. And they were down. And he hit a three-run homer, and they won by two runs, I believe. And it was like a very dramatic. And it was two outs also. So yeah. the, the Cubs at game four, they should have won. And game five, they should have won too. But anyway, anyway. Larry gonna, Boa trying to ride the plane like fucking <laughs> Slim Pickens and God. fucking. Uh, <laughs> Dr. Strangelove. Yeah. Now, Larry Boa was a banty rooster. He's just a banty rooster. Is they, that I, actually what they called him? No, no, no. I, th- I don't know what his nickname was. I guess he's just a complete dick. Very much a dick as a baseball player. Didn't like, like Sean Dunstan was the first overall pick, I think, of the 83 draft. And he was in spring training in 84 because he was the number one overall pick. He's a great athlete. And Bo, I guess, was just a real jerk to Sean Dunson. Wouldn't talk to him, wouldn't acknowledge him. It was a real, like, just kind of a hard, he's, gonna, he's not going to take my job. And that's a good thing. We're going to toughen up Sean Dunstan by old baseball assholeism. <laughs> Ron Say, they had a bunch of old farts in that team. But they were good because uh, Sandberg came into his own. He was the MVP that year. Chicago fell in love with Rhino. Yeah. So yeah, it's prisoner of the moment. So let's let's go let's back again. Yeah. So okay. that was that was what he's saying now about the you know the this is a disaster. <laughs> Coaches are getting fired. Only only the 49ers are getting this right. <laughs> now let's go. Let's see what he said about which quarterbacks are set up for the most success. This is going back in time again. He gone by Thanksgiving. Total hot seat. Fan. There we go. Look at that face. Look at his face. Let's start with this. We all know, or at least we all should be smart enough to know, yeah. that life isn't even. If I grew up with a lot of money, I didn't. But let's say I... I didn't. 
He let that slip. He actually, feel- actually, relative to probably a lot of people, I got a feeling you did, actually. Relative to. I mean, you grew up in the Northwest. Yeah, you know, I, I imagine you had a white middle class family in the 70s and 80s. You know, grew up with a lot of money. And Joy grew up with none. And the poor bitch sitting across <laughs> from me. I mean, look at her. She, I think her <laughs> town was named after an animal or something. Akron. My no, turtle creek, turtle shit, whatever. My brothers and sisters went to Piss Stream, Pennsylvania, whatever. <laughs> Ivy League schools. And my parents were always there for me. And let's say Joy's weren't. It's all hypothetical. Fucking going at Joy. It's all hypothetical. Here. Yeah, he's, he's getting into, into it's her. It's all hypothetical. Yeah. He's trying to me, prove a point. I try and grab Joy's ass every morning. I- I'm glad she's getting her own show because, you know, she was like, Okay, in order to get my own show, I got to deal with this blowhard for a couple years. How long were they paired together? They're still paired together. Well, I thought she, still, she only, it's only Fridays. Oh, oh, but she does have her first kind of independent yeah. show. Well, good for her. Good for her. I would have a huge advantage. Now, that doesn't mean by 45, 50 years old, she couldn't be a much happier person. But in your early 20s, I would probably have a lot more stability in my life, right? What is this like? Every time I listen to him, I'm like, where are you going with this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's For like somebody you, that didn't have some of the things I had. <laughs> Again, it's a hypothetical, not saying I did. I know. But You've said that three times. <laughs> that has been a step. Twice? Okay, I'll give it to you. Three yeah. times? You're out. He said it so much to where it's just like, okay, you think Joy's a whore. You grew up rich. <laughs> yeah, and Joy. Oh, and she was poor, but you know, like this weird sort of like. Facts are different. I'm sensitive. White, I mean, she awkward. wasn't. I mean, her her brother was an NFL football player. I'm sure they weren't rich. From, oh, of course From when not. she was like 16 on, they were yeah. set. Up on yeah. them after like 16 starts. She's smart. Right? It's not like life where you can get a divorce and start over. Or you can have bad parents and turn out to have a good life. Stuff takes time, but in pro sports, especially quarterbacks, and eh, we don't give you a lot of that. Uh, so I, I don't. Maybe I'm still too old school. I, I don't. I mean, that's part of being a quarterback. You're gonna get the pressure, but I think you're given some time to develop. I think you're given some time. The Vikings, of course, gave Christian Ponder a season too long. Two. I'm, I'm sorry, two. He played for them for four years. Yeah, I was gonna say I, I, I was gonna go with six. He was there for 11, 12, 13, and fourteen, I believe. He was a disaster of a quarterback and they he played i mean if they wouldn't have adrian peterson keith i'm not lying they would have been four and 12 to two and 14 for three or four straight years because he was that bad of a quarterback like it when you truly have bad quarterback play my point is you got to let him develop that i'm countering colin coward maybe i'm sounding like him context (laughs) is really important fans you are great at passion you often get in fights in games you care so much that's not Bunch of white trash lowering themselves. <laughs> hypothetically, you know, hypothetically, you, the lowest life forms on earth. We realize that you <laughs> you have three illegitimate, illegitimate children, and you spend all of your savings on your season tickets. I mean, ugh, ugh, it's just it's not good, obviously. But passion's what you're good at. What you're really bad at, and you got to own this, is context. You're absolutely sure when your young quarterback wins, he's great. And if a, no, you are. No, no I, I don't. Uh, well, yeah, a lot of fans are morons, obviously. You're, you're not going out on a limb with that one. I think we all know that. You know, you're not saying anything yeah. new. Yeah, he's making this seem like it's, it's actually like a discovery or something. You know, I mean, like, the chafe nipples in winter could fucking show you that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I want to hear more of his nods. Another guy doesn't. He's bad. Context. What do they have as a coach, a GM, an O-line? So... I looked at the okay. Okay, I give you weekend. a little bit on that. I give you a little bit on that, but I think there are fans. I know I'm aware of that. Now, maybe I 
I, I definitely hit the panic button too soon sometimes. But uh, but yeah, I, I, I'm a I'm a pretty smart, I think, uh, educated fan. I, I know what I'm talking about. And for all the young quarterbacks, <laughs> relative to most fans, I, okay. you yeah. just you just threw he, shitting on Colin, <laughs> got defensive. <laughs> That's pretty great. Well, yeah, because he's because what he's saying about fans, I take that personal a little because I'm a fan. But I've played the sports some, at least. I've been to a couple basketball camps. I've been to a couple baseball camps. I played some organized. I went sports. to the Len Bias camp, soon, you know, to, I, soon <laughs> to be renamed Len Bias basketball camp. You know, I'm not. I mean, I wasn't a good athlete. I was not a good athlete, but I played. I had a heart. You know, I went out there, uh, and you know, I have a little bit of knowledge. You know, <laughs> that's what was playing when you were up. So, so don't insult me by saying I can't put something into quote unquote context. I don't know if context is the right word. I think there's a different word. I can't come up with it right now, but I'm not buying his use of the word context. So let's hear more. Mac Jones was the best. Zach Wilson was second. Justin Fields third. Trevor Lawrence fourth. And Trey Lance was last. Now let me start with this. All the young quarterbacks, all the rookies, showed glimpses of what they truly are. Mac Jones on Thursday gets rid of the ball fast, comfortable, who I've been critical of. We all told you he had a good arm, moves well. Snaps up. Oh, that's what we saw. I, I watched a little and bit then, of uh, the, the first half of that Jags bu- Bungles game, and the, and the Jags were up seven or oh, fourteen nothing, but went for it on fourth down with like thirty seconds left in the first half, and they got stopped. Lawrence does. I, I was like, Lawrence looks okay. Lawrence looks okay from what I saw. Dude, you know? that's someone okay. His, that's the face he makes. He bends over, and his wife finds out that he's been wearing her underwear. <laughs> Honey, Hon- oh. Oh. <laughs> she gives him a big super wedgie. By the way, Zach Wilson, who I've been critical of, we all told you had a good arm, moves well, a little bit of an Aaron Rodgers comp. We saw some of that. Everybody gave you glimpses of what was advertised. Yeah. But think of this. Two of them, Trey Lance, Mac Jones, have big-time coaches. Two of them, Zach Wilson, Trevor Lawrence, have rookie coaches. One of them, Justin Fields, has a coach who, if he doesn't win early, could be gone by Thanksgiving. Total hot seat. Do you think that's Fan- a good chance? Could Nagy be gone, you think? No, he's talking Ryan Day at Ohio State. Oh, I thought he, said, oh, I thought he was talking about... Oh, I thought or he maybe said, I, he might be talking I about think he's talking. No, no, he's talking about Nagy. I'm going to yell, yeah. my guy is the guy. So he says, go back, you'll see My it. guy is better. He was talking about Nagy. Rookie coaches. Yeah, here we go, yeah. Two of them, Zach Wilson, Trevor Lawrence, have rookie coaches. Yeah. One of them, Justin Fields, has a coach... Who, if he doesn't win early, could be gone by Thanksgiving. So he's saying Total that Nagy could be gone. He's on, he's truly on the hot seat. Do you think he is now? Do you think that Nagy's on the hot seat now? Yeah. But this this is well, another- what year is it of him of him coaching? What year is this for him? Fourth. Oh yeah, yeah. There has to be a certain consistency of results by then. Yeah, yeah. But have this to have is it. where yeah. the media is out of touch with the Bears in general. Is I I think they were assuming this is before the week three game. <clears throat> I don't think Nagy ha- was in a hot seat. All they did all offseason was talk about how confident they were in the coaching staff yeah, and how yeah. they had glue and camaraderie and we believe in men. And they haven't lost the, the locker room. And, was, yeah, yeah, and yeah. they used the six-game losing streak to talk about how, you know, you need to lose six straight so you can win six straight yeah. and get the boys back up. So I don't think he was on, on any sort of fucking hot seat. Yeah, because, okay, interesting. Fans are going to yell, my guy is the guy. Josh Rosen didn't. Now we think Mahomes is better than Josh Rosen, but do you think Josh Allen or Lamar Jackson? Mac would Jones. He still is creaming about Mac Jones. Be this successful, and they go. ended up. God. What's he got to work with? Understand what's going on in Chicago. He's got one elite wide receiver, Allen Robinson. 
What if he twists an ankle? What's he got to work with? D- didn't he get? He's got one. Didn't he get hurt this last week, Alan Robinson? He, no, I don't think okay, so. Okay, okay, yeah, okay. I mean, I mean, or maybe I mean, as opposed to injured. Running know, back, I like David Montgomery. He's hurt now. Offensive line, they are making it up as they go. As the most teams are, has to play Justin Fields, right? The fans want it, the media want it, the people want it, the players want it. Has to start Justin Fields. Yeah, I tell you what, I'll say this, and you know me. If there's one position that I've bitched about of the Minnesota Vikings, what position is that, Keith? That I've Quarterback. Been, well, yeah, but no, it's also offensive line. Their offensive line has been terrible. I have to admit, the last two weeks, it's just two weeks. It's just two weeks. It's actually played very well. Now they have this weekend. Now, so you know, you're Seattle's lo- got a shitty defense, but but the, the offensive line's played better. This game will be an interesting test because Cleveland's actually a decent. Watched a team, lot of film, but it's you at watched home. Their preparation. I said. But it's so funny how, and ESPN was doing this more than Colin. How at, especially with Fields, yeah. Oh my God, you start him immediately. They got everybody hyped up. The media specifically, yeah, got me hype about like, yeah, start this fucking guy. Oh, I, I was on. Board. And then, and I still think it. But yeah. then, but then week three happens, and now all everyone on ESPN. I just don't understand if you. I don't know why you risk injuring this guy. I think you start Andy Dalton the rest of the way. He's clearly the fucking guy so who can manage prisoner the of the offense. moment. It's prisoner of the moment. I mean, the fact is... Well, and they also want Andy Dalton to start so they could redo the story about how Fields should start. <laughs> so then three weeks from now, we'll talk about why isn't yeah. Fields playing? Remember the game against Cleveland? Well, yeah, but Dalton, because when they're one and five or whatever. It's, you like, know, it's, it's just, like Truman Show, but with yeah. sports. <laughs> yeah, it's just... I know, it is the same rehash story. The fact is, you're going to take lumps. I, I, I think... What do I think? As I speak about my experience, I mean, their offensive line is bad. Maybe they got to mix up. I kind of like if you can do the, that kind of platoon system where put them in in certain situations. You had some success against the Rams doing that. Lance, they've done it that way. That seems to be a decent way to integrate his skills and talents. Let's hear to why. To get him a little more confidence, I guess. I mean, uh, but their line is so bad that I don't. What do you think as a Bears fan watching? What, what, what do you place the blame on? I'm curious. For just for this 70% game. coaching and 30%. Just the players. Were what bad. about the coaching? Is it the motivation? Uncreative the- play calling okay, and okay. stubborn play calling. Yeah. You have one of the best defensive lines in football. Yeah. And you're putting only your offensive line to guard. They didn't put only three times. They put tight ends on the on the corner oh, to, oh, to, to, to chip to chip. Garrett. Yeah. 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 They you, didn't yeah. do that at all. I don't get that. <clears throat> uh, you got to do that. If you're not stopping him, you got to adjust on the fly. I know a certain college football team who doesn't do that either. And they're called the University of Wisconsin Badgers. So anyway, uh, yeah, it, 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 there's some in-game adjustments that I think you have to sort of be decent at. You know, I, I don't know. And he doesn't do that. And he doesn't he doesn't adjust to the talent he has on the field. He expects the players to just let you do what I do. Th- that is a classic coaching <clears throat> thing that I don't understand. And even the Browns were like, we thought they were going to roll pot field. We were preparing for fields to be on the move. And then when we realized that they weren't going to do that, we just teed off basically. Like they basically said it was easy after the third series because we we figured out that like oh they're just going to do the same thing every time they come out. Yeah, yeah. And that's the opposition. And then you yeah. have people on the p- teams on the Bears retweeting like the offensive stats. They had one point one offensive yards per attempt, <sighs> uh, forty seven total net yards because of all the sacks. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean it's. Uh, it was gruesome. There's no doubt about it. It was a bad loss. But then it's weird know? how I feel like they, they call, like, Dan Orlovsky's calling for Matt Nagy's head. But then 
the next day they're pulling back and being like, well, we looked at the tape and Justin Fields could have got the ball out quicker for it. It's almost like the NFL calls them up and like chastises them. Yeah, for you, like, you got to tone it down a bit or whatever. Or just, hey, let's, let's chill out a little, a little bit of this. Yeah, I, I think that, I don't know. I mean, there are times when your team isn't that, and whatever. Maybe the Bears can develop. It can happen. Remember two years ago, the Dolphins were just absolutely one of the worst teams in NFL history for the first half of the season. They lost like 56 to 10 to Baltimore to open the season. Oh, yeah. And that was two years ago. Well, they're a competitive team now. Like it, Fortunes can change. But when I look at the Bears, God, it's just they just they don't, they don't have much. And I think it's going to be a struggle all year. There are some ominous signs. Look I at think. Eric Mangini's teeth right here. Yeah. <laughs> God, he looks bizarre. He looks fucking insane. What, is, he, is he a hitman or something? What's he doing? Is he a consultant for some? He does this shit. He's what? a talking head. He's a Fox Sports NFL wow. analyst. Yeah, yeah. No one went for him. No one went for After he left the Jets, you didn't hear about his name being thrown in for, hey, he might be the Bears coach. I mean, when was the last time he actually coached? Got to. A oh, coaching. I think that 06 or whatever Jesus. Jets team. Like, like when Rex Ryan replaced yeah. him? He's got to be around somewhere after that. First That's of all, crazy. Gut feeling. How's the game turn out? What, what does the game look like to you this weekend? I just wanted to look at his teeth. This really has nothing to do. <laughs> oh, yeah, so well, my, my initial reaction is that... Those are fake, right? Those are false teeth. Let me see. Um, should be able to have his way with the defense. And... and it's like he's yeah. trying to keep them in. I want to know what happened to Eric Mangini's mouth. <laughs> Was he in prison and like he gets beat up? He got to give blowjobs now. Like oh, I got to get fake teeth. Did the open. GM of the fucking of the Jets, Mike Tannenbaum, pop him in the mouth? <laughs> Did he slug him one? Yeah, let's see what he has. With the amount- I mean, it's all b- because, and that's the thing too, because Mac Jones is the only rookie that's like not sucking ass. Yeah, that's all they talk about now. Like it was Trevor Lawrence and Justin yeah. Fields out the fucking ass. And then now that they're not playing well, it's all Mac Jones. Although Jones is... Uh, he, He's good. But there's been some... It's been shaky. You know, whatever. I mean, you know, it's, a, it's the hardest position in sports. It's hard, you know? So no, I want to uh, see more Mangini. I want to hear what he has to say. Oh, I fucking... Oh, it's okay. He's, it's okay. he's not saying anything. I just wanted to make fun of his teeth. Okay. It, it's okay. not... It has nothing to do. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I want to because I thought they had, they had sort of they, they were talking about the prediction for the Buccaneers. Well, uh, we don't care about that uh, here. Uh, pa- we don't care about game. that here. Well, did you, that, did you bet the game? The, game? Of the weekend. That's the Ooh. game of the weekend. I think that's the biggest matchup. I would say yeah, Brady's going back. That's what people are going to watch. Here we go. Yeah, Greg McElroy, oh, former Alabama and, quarterback. Oh, dude, I'm sure that's how these. I'm sure that's how these fucking networks fill their ranks they just yeah. get whatever whatever athletes not completely dumb they just throw them in front of a camera uh, hey man i'm sh- good for him good for me he's a quarterback at alabama there's a certain intelligence there i'm sure i know the abcs rep- and i've never raped a woman <laughs> let me work for your television network uh he's uh god look at that record man they're good at LSU orange, was at orange man you at know? orange man head yeah, coach of yeah. fucking uh of lsu yeah yeah they're good, man. I mean, they're. I mean, a program. Joe, Joe Burrow made them good. Oh, but they, but then they've been good for years, man. They've been good. They were the only team that were rivaled Alabama. Like they they could pluck off Alabama like once every three years, once every four years, you know. But I mean, they get up for Alabama and they beat them every once in a while. They beat them in Tuscaloosa. It's once. like a Colin Coward. They get up, <laughs> move off Alabama. 
They get up for. <laughs> so do you want to flick around or do you want to just sure. watch the LSU Tigers? What oh. a boring game. Third quarter, 13 10. Oh, oh, no, dude, this this is a. This, this is shit a, makes me want to. It's like watching paint dry. Oh, my God, Keith. Throw I, a goddamn I, touchdown. You know, all the times you go up a notch and go up a notch, you just went down a notch. You like when it's 13 to 10? Yes, because every possession matters. Every every play matters. It's every possession does matter. That's why you don't just run the ball for two yards every you know, time. It, it is. But because if, if you're running the ball for two yards, maybe be like, hey, it's not working. Let's it, let's throw it more than two yards well, for this yeah, next play. If you can do that, man, I don't know if it, it's not that either. It, it is. There's quality defense being played too, and it's not just dramatic hits. It's like positioning well, and guys aren't open downfield. But you know, see, but you gotta I have also, it. Ooh, here's the thing, though. I so, also we're, we're, don't enjoy watching people get CTE. What? So anytime there's a defensive game, <laughs> true. It, I kind of, it makes me nauseous to watch like, oh, they're really cracking people out there. Like, yeah, who wants to watch that? <laughs> yeah, that's actually, yeah, yeah that, that's the violent thing. I want to, I want to see where is uh, our fine Hallmark tradition? It's, in, where, it's 168. Okay. Thank you so much. I will do that. And then to keep the screen on, if you just double tap the yeah, middle okay, button okay. in the, the end, in the, the enter or whatever. Look at fucking. We got to go back a little. Oh man, this isn't. This is E. It's it's a go up with the arrow. Okay, okay sure, sure. It's I think it's one or two up above this. They're Back cool. to the Future out there. No, you can't go with the arrows because you have to do it double yeah. t- like hit double and then go once you double tap that guide. Yeah, exactly. God, I remember seeing that in the theater. Oh, yes, it's me. Boy, maybe it was a mistake giving you the remote, huh? Uh, well, you know, I'm we'll just kidding. I mean, I, yeah, we'll figure it out. I want to see the uh, again. Where, where there's got to be an eight o'clock Hallmark movie. You know? Oh, I'm sure there's got to be. So we're, we're, I mean, Crow, the whole it's right it there. The whole channel's movies. Oh shit, we saw it. I saw it. a young well, woman. And we're a bad maple. at it anyway. I know a young I mean, woman and a maple farmer uncover the secret behind their inheritance of a candy see, shop. See, this is why Crow. This is why you can't have that guide up. I'm going to show you. See that? Then you know the four arrows on the on the control. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That and that button in the middle. If you just double tap that, it'll pull up a small menu. Okay. And then you could just arrow through that. Double tap. Oh, oh, yeah. Where's the? Where's okay? Right here. And then yeah, and then just with the arrows, just go up and down, and then you could keep it on. We're we're, going to listen to. Screamed at the top of our lungs. Luckily, we scared him away. You think they're really outside? Oh yeah, they're outside somewhere. I mean. that they're in like next to a parking lot in Burbank right now. That's she been did. made up. She did, you know. Yeah. Well, they kind of go all over the place. It is valley centric, but it isn't just bird. They like they go where they need to go. Yeah, they do on location. They go on location. Oh yeah, well whatever. They, I mean, rich. A lot of these rich people make their side money by just letting movie productions fucking uh, yeah sh- go to their house and shoot stuff. porns and rap videos and they're fucking out. <laughs> Porn, rap videos, and Hallmark are the fucking three top earnings. <laughs> That's what you go to as, for an additional revenue stream. Oh my God, our stocks didn't come in this year. Oh, we can charge fifty grand for a locational shoot for our house. So, Miss Choose Your Own Adventure. This guy is in so many of these Hallmark movies. He's their fucking boy. <laughs> is he like? Does he? I mean, where every guy is either he's the old man who's sweet, or is it like kind of like this guy? What's what's his personality characteristic typically? This this leading man. No, he's this. always nicer. He's a sweeter kind of guy. Yeah. Kind of uh, innocent. He's always innocent. Okay. I don't really think he's ever played like an asshole. Okay. 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 Well, yeah. Okay. Yeah. They want it soft. Well, yeah. It's about a greeting card. They're not edgy. <laughs> it's not like this guy's got a... When does he ever have a gambling or drug problem? <laughs> like, no. 
I don't because to me it's like well, you got to have your problems in there. It's but crow. Even when they're mean, it's like barely mean. I know, I know, it's true. I, I, I'm they're right. buying a shop next door. You're buying my grandma's pie shop, and you're turning it into a bread store. The reason why this hits a nerve for me is I'm afraid I'm actually like Hallmark. I I, I, I mean, overcompensate. With that. No, there is a lot wrong with. That. <laughs> this is I hear some of this great dialogue. Oh, how? I mean, Crow. Is they it, always have a contemplative conversation. It, it, it's next to a, a pond so much. or a crackling fire. Or they're around a dinner table. They're just <laughs> having a heart-to-heart. You know, in this contemplative moment, they're connecting over. It's a plot-furthering moment in the script. I mean, I'm sure they give them a formula S- some, to follow. Some, oh, yeah. <laughs> the Hallmark has a formula. There's no doubt about that. I would like that. to see the, what they shoot down and why. Oh, don't know. We can't have that. We can't have that. Too many Yeah. Too many blacks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's not. This is. They, like, how ethnic does it get? I mean, do they ever get like a light skinned Latino? No, on they're there, still you know? pretty. Like, they're still pretty tokeny. Yeah, well, you know, it's. Again, they know their audience. They know who they're going after. They want it soft. You know, they, they, uh, like when I was up in uh, in uh, in Portland about a month ago, one of the guys who was a Trumper up there, the business partner of, of my friend's uh, wife, he was saying how much he liked Hallmark movies. He was being a, an, an unnecessary contrarian, you know, because he was fighting the woke. That's what he was doing because his T-shirt said "Fight the woke." Did it? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, they probably hated him for that up there. Oh no! Oh no! 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 He's in the rural areas. Oh yeah. Yeah. He, yeah he, he, he's not. He's not. No. Uh, the lines have been drawn. Rural America, of course, is very against urban America, you know, and so and, and that's a very much a hot point of it. It was the first time I'd ever experienced that up there. I've been there five times, uh, including uh, just a year and a half ago when Trump was president and stuff too. And and this is the first time I'm like, oh, that that, that it was jarring. Uh, he was he was a, he was uh, yeah whatever we talked about. Him. Ooh, look at that. Was it the first kiss? It's a little smooch. Be good. Good. <gasps> I had it early. We're almost at the end here. I think. Oh, oh, no, click no, no, on no, no. it. Click on it. Click on the. It's six fifty nine. Yeah, we're oh, 40 minutes out from oh, the end. Oh, because usually it's the end. They don't. You oh, this kind of went in the face of your theory, Keith. Well, no, there's there will be an impassionate makeout. They're oh. gonna. They still have to pro- have a probably a fight at some point. This is this is very bright. Again, what if I were transported into this world? I said this before. If I were transported into this world, I would have a migraine headache within five minutes because my my optic nerve would be burnt. From actually just the color. Just, I mean, it's so It well. is so bright. Everything is so crisp and clean. Germs don't exist. Problems don't exist in your life. Watch and project into this hallmark. You know, it's aggressive in its, in its cleanliness and its squareness. I don't like it. <laughs> I mean, that's why you hate it is why people who fold laundry all day love it. You know, and I get it. You can tune it in, tune out, I guess. But God, it's just like, don't you want... I, I kind of want to be, you know, offended <laughs> in a certain way. I, I don't want it to be so good. Oh, no. What that's... bothers me, too, is I think a lot of people want it this way, right? Yeah. They want Pro. life this It's not it's this not, way. It's not normal to want to be sad when you watch things. Well, I, I don't want to be sad. I want to get worked up. Or feel up. anything. No one. What do you want to. I want to feel emotions. That's why you well, watch it. You could just do that in your life. Well, exactly. I have I have that in my life, too. But they, oh, oh, yeah. I mean, no, they want to break a break from their life. There's too much. Yeah, you're right. That's a good point. Maybe their lives are more complex, you know? 
And that's the reason why they like this. Well, most it, people's lives simple. aren't complex. Yeah. That's that's yeah. another thing too about what, what like how TV distorts you. Yeah. Is you start thinking that like the coolest people are all like characters on the wire. <laughs> like most people are just shit kickers. Yeah. Even if they're yeah. nice. Yeah. There's no layers to them. Yeah. They yeah. like to go out to this restaurant on Thursdays. Yeah. Yeah. They like and but that's why they like shit like the wire because they know like we don't like those people don't exist. This is great of how they, they illustrate it's TV is all about illustrating your thoughts yeah. because nobody's smart enough to really illustrate their thoughts. <laughs> That's why entertainers are special because you can take your thoughts and replicate them verbally. Yeah. 90% yeah. of people can't do that. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why people like this shit because this is relatable. This is relatable to most people. Oh, and again, what makes it relatable, you think? They I work at argument. candy stores. They own homes. Their problems are, do, do I have a good boy? It's very I simple happiness, not happy. Do I have the job? Do I not have the job? I, Does I, he I, like me? Does he not like me? That's all most people want. Yeah. They don't want the stress of anything else. But don't you think that that's kind of a whitewashing of reality? I, I, I well, think, no, it is reality. I, I think a lot of people they they don't even know what they're feeling or what they're thinking so <laughs> it's just impulses that they're just reacting to i think they're confused by it and they like the simplicity of this what's the token now say? what's the token the, i mean he just probably he's, just, he's trustworthy yeah okay so, <laughs> his name his name is not lamont butts that's a, that's not his name so um but but really and where the hallmark kind of whitewashes it is kind of <laughs> well where they do you're white- making a convincing case though Keith. Well, where they do I, it's point counterpoint but you're doing well where they do whitewash it. it though is just the basic environment like there's no crime there's no like nobody's there's confused. not even a piece of trash on the ground you know i mean it's just it's so beyond idyllic and just reaching lame expectations this is how it should be God. <laughs> I'm gonna have to change my compressor. You're fucking blowing out my compressor. You're getting so angry. Well, I just don't like this because I think I think you make a strong argument as to why this has an appeal and who it appeals to. But I think it uh, from what well, it's obviously not my cup of tea. Okay, obviously I'm getting in the way of uh, trying to take myself out of out of my own point of view and put it into someone else's shoes. About your point about most people's lives are kind of simple. They're rubbish. They make kind of simple choices. Rubbish. <laughs> you know, just, well, this is what it is. It's not like hee-haw. I think people have a little more dimension than that. You know, and I think that. I mean, you just call them rubes. <laughs> well, I mean. For not wanting I to mean, be in Pulp Fiction. But I mean, like, just <laughs> the whole, like, uh, you know, it, it is. It's just so square. It just, there's no, it's nothing. There is nothing punk rock in a Hallmark movie. There's not one thing punk rock in a Hallmark movie. And that, you know, that annoys me. That's not what the network is for, though. I, I, I know, you're right. It's the Hallmark channel. I mean, you're right. You're right. It's, I feel like we can't do this segment anymore. This is an, this is an easy I topic. I feel like you don't get what this channel is. I, I, well, I, I don't because it's, it is just so foreign to my sensibilities of what things, what they are, and what I want from entertainment. I, I just, it annoys me. It, it just really gets under my skin. <laughs> I'm also going to need you to pull that mic lower okay. and in okay. more. Yeah, I understand. Sure. No problem. Yeah. Okay. We got it. We got it. But it just, uh, yeah, let's go through a few more. Let's go through some more channels, okay? 
Oh, what, oops. I didn't want to, I don't want to change to that. Monsters Inc. That actually looks like kind of a good movie. You love this guide. You love this version of the guide. You- <laughs> Here we go. So I move it just by the arrows, right? But how, yeah. do, how do I move it by, by a series of threes, by threes? Or you you just can't go- move it by threes. Oh, okay, okay. You see, that's not a bad. Yeah. Who killed the co-ed? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. So yeah, I'm just figuring out see, what that's else. that's what you want Hallmark movies to be about. No, well, you know, I don't mind some of those, you know. Even the the mystery ones, there's no actual, like, death. Like, a lady will die of a heart attack and they'll find, like... In Hallmark? A map or something like that. Like, that's because they have a murders and mysteries Hallmark. Oh, they do? Yeah. But they never show, like, the actual death. It's, like, post-death? Oh, yeah. It's post someone will inherit a house and there'll be a oh, ghost or some shit. Aunt, Aunt Betty, she left me a $2 million. What a white problem to have. And now everyone's coming at me. They want some of the money. How do I handle it? That sounds like that might be like a, that's like late night. That's cutting edge Hallmark, what I just did, right? <laughs> yeah, the voice too. That's how they do it. <laughs> well, it just, it's so, okay. Uh, here here's go. your time. Yeah. This was an M- MTV. This was uh, we the. Can't, we cannot play the yeah, sound okay, on okay, this okay, yeah. at all. You can keep it on. We yeah. just can't. Oops, sorry about this. You love the guide. Yeah, I remember Cindy Lauper at one time was in the same scale. Susanna Hoffs was attracted. Can to I say something? Yeah. I think Cindy Lauper is so annoying. Oh, yeah. And she was. And awful. I saw her open for Rod Stewart, and she's a. I think she's retarded. I think she's literally <laughs> mentally retarded. She was totally. Well, that's my line. I will walk like an Egyptian Susanna Hoffs. Oh, talking about my 80s bone. She was. That was deemed like almost ethnic hot or something <laughs> of that what, time. Susanna Hoffs? Yeah, absolutely, you know. Uh, but uh, Cindy Lauper at one time was almost on par with Madonna. That's how big Cindy Lauper was. I, I don't know if you the can believe... the fuck is Michael Steele? No, that's Michelle Steele. This is the band The Bangles. Oh. <laughs> God damn it with their music. I know, I know. We can't do it. CNN just that that's the thing with these documentaries we know we know about what happened in the 80s you just want to play the songs <laughs> just bring MTV back for yeah, Christ's sakes yeah when did MTV you don't have any do you have any recollection of MTV actually being music that TV? offends me I mean no no but, but yes I, of music videos being on MTV right well when did it end when did 2012 it end? is that when it ended like the yeah. music part of it ended I thought it was before that no. time you see because because when I was younger it was all music videos and there wasn't like when they did, when they started doing reality TV shows and like remote control, you know, the beginning of Sandler, you know, it, it was like that. That was a shit. No, was when like, I no. was in the '90s, MTV was like seventy percent music videos, and then they would have certain shows sprayed throughout. Okay, yeah, yeah, exactly, because it was almost all music, like from like '81 to about '87. It's just it was music. They didn't get into like real programming at all. Yeah, or a little bit. It they, stayed they like that, stuff. and then like they got the MTV Beach House every summer. They would do extended. Uh, but what really changed it was shit like Beavis and Butthead and Daria and Man, stuff like that. Beavis and Butthead was like that is still to my to my it's one of my top five comedic shows of all time. I would think you would hate the simplicity, like you would oh, think that retards watched Beavis. And it Butthead. was a, I loved Beavis and Butthead. It was hysterical. Oh, I it was loved a complete it parody. It was a complete mock of just you see Madonna was literally on, but she was you could tell she was sexier. You could tell. You know what I mean? Like. She was certainly sexier than Cindy Lauper. So I don't, much more that's annoying. That's your no. Who, Madonna? <laughs> oh my God, with her fake European accent well, well, she, and shit. She turned into, I don't know what, the fame just, I mean, her mind got warped. Truth or Dare, that was a very cutting edge movie when I was in college. My, my girlfriend, my, you know, Amanda Rip, she was very into that movie. It was like a very cutting edge movie. Like, oh, I just loved it. And it was 
it, like, it was very open, you know. I want to rule the world. That's your line here. She said, I want to rule the world. Your dreams, what's left? Mm, to rule the world. Ooh, I remember Ooh. watching that. I remember watching that. To own a sex trafficking uh, ring. Uh, American Bandstand was like, it still was relevant at that time. Like, if you got on American Bandstand, that yeah, was like a, a breakthrough with music. Even in the mid-80s, it seems so old to me. They had wannabes. Wannabe. These were all, they're all my age. Now, these are all women. And by rule era. the world, she meant be the most annoying person on planet <laughs> Earth. And she achieved that. I mean, look, she truly, she, again, the modernization of the pop star. She's, I mean, my sister was four years old and loved Madonna. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, it, it transcended. Absolutely. Yeah. No, she, she was, uh, Betty Friedan, yeah, what, what's she have to say about it? She was a drip. She, she was in a... She is herself. She is sexual. But she's strong. She's an individual woman. Madonna. Betty Friedan loved yeah, yeah, her. Exactly. What, would your, what did your mom think of Madonna? Um, I think she was a bit confused by it because I think the sexualization was a little bit... My mom was down the intellectual path of the feminist thing. You know, that was more of her pull. Uh, I asked her a few times, like, what do you think about Madonna? And she was just... She didn't really have very strong, honestly, I don't think she even really thought about it because I think she was maybe so preoccupied with the difficulties of her own life that I don't think she could pay attention. You know, attention. she had the cancer and everything. Well, that, that yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then there was that, actually. But yeah, I remember, I remember watching this. This was the MTV Music Awards, and my buddy Jason Cornell, my first, one of my first friends, was, was like, she was on drugs doing this. Let's do some news to like, close out the first half. Like, it was very, like, this was like, because she, look, she's high, her eyes. Because this was like, this is 84 MTV Music Awards. This was like a real like sexual thing she did. She was playing what, crawl the, on a stage. Absolutely, that was deemed what a, like what a fucking lame time. But but, but wearing but wearing like a, a wedding dress. Like whoa, this Ooh. is a, yeah, this is like a, a, a virgin like who's singing like a virgin but being very sexual. I wonder what you know, that, caused that. You know, because it's very titillating. You know, it's not titillating at well, all. Well, I mean, not now. I mean, yeah, but at the time, yeah. it was very. It was deemed like whoa, this is. I sexual. mean, I've watched a horse fuck a man. So <laughs> I know exactly. Yeah, and look how great the world has turned out. No, but it. <laughs> so yeah, no, yeah. What are your thoughts about that? Though I want to hear more about your about Madonna. Up. Yeah, Madonna and that I era. Think, of I hate. I hate her music. I think she's annoying. Uh, <laughs> you don't like like Lucky Star? No, there's, there's something catchy about I that. I don't, dude. I don't like pop music. Yeah, some of it I like. Yeah, it's gotta have a guitar in it. Yeah, if you're just bopping around to a dance ba -da, track, ba -da, ba -da, ba -da, I can't yeah. respect it. I can't respect it. That was, God, that was anytime someone defends a pop star by saying, well, they dance well. So do the dancers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Go dance. Yeah. That person is the face. There's a reason why they're. Yeah. There's a reason why. Yeah, absolutely. You're right. You're right. Well, now the faces weigh 580 pounds. Well, it's I don't know. I don't know what's going on. It, it's trying to figure out some voice and it, it's fractured like the entire. But country. I can't some pot like Lizzo. I do like I think she is going to fucking Dom DeLuise out in 10 years. <laughs> But I do love her, <laughs> but because she puts some, she plays the flute. She she throws yeah. a little spicy shit into it. But like, I don't like Ariana Grande. All oh. she does is falsetto for eighteen songs yeah. on an album. Yeah, I, I don't even really know modern music. I, I literally don't even know. If it. you can't pick out lyrics, yeah, I'm done. Yeah, like if it's just you, like even when there are lyrics, you're like, wait, what the fuck are they saying? Why are they saying it so fast? Why does it sound like it's being read by a computer? Uh, you went down a notch earlier. You just went on up a notch, Keith. You went up a notch. Like, I, I, I even agree with think you more. Radiohead's annoying. That's the most electronic I can handle. Yeah, because at least they're making it. Yeah, I respect the people who make Billie Eilish's music more than Billie Eilish herself. Yeah. Yeah. All she does is go into a house in Studio City and, and do this her. into a microphone. I talk quick like this. Hey, I fuck my friends' dads, yeah. and then they make it 
cool with like filters yeah, and, and yeah, beats. Yeah. She does nothing. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Well, isn't there an industry? I mean, the the writing of their own music too. Is it, I mean, they have a team of like there's basically hundreds of people out here who just write the music and then well, they're okay, also here they are for you, born you know? of millionaires. So they yeah. Billie Eilish has the time to lounge around the house God, and and scrabble phrases that she could mumble into a microphone. Wow. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty. Uh, I I don't quite get her. I mean, I don't know. Whatever. Maybe I'm uh, just old. I just don't. Ooh, forensics files. That's always a, a nail biter. We're at a buck seven streaming. Do you want to? Yeah, do you want to watch a little bit of forensics files? Right. I think they do. This Probably guy's voice is always one good. of the oh, most violent crimes. You can tell oh, when it's the '90s when they're into an old one. Yeah, th- this is uh, outside of Minnesota. This is Blaine. Oh, this is classic. When she heard the first shot, his voice. That, that guy scares the shit out of me. Th- that guy was a voiceover actor when I was a kid in the '70s. This guy is a. a, a it is a voice that works. Doing country crock butter commercials well, and, and shit. And just like a schoolhouse rock crap, you know? Like, I think he might have done some. Yeah. At the foot of the victim's bed, investigators found. Was a Playgirl magazine. It was a mystery <laughs> to us. We had- he always throws the inflection on something. Oh, absolutely. They found a bread tie. But that's what he has to say. Right? Another knife was found in the bedroom of the family's 22-year-old son, Matthew. The sheets were very gauche. You could tell he was <laughs> crashing there like a loser. Those weren't his sheets. <laughs> 22. Yeah. Nothing was stolen. It was 1997. Yeah. That was their entertainment center. You know? The only thing they stole were the tubes out of the back of the television. <laughs> that and some VHS. But yeah, They were going to need to call Radio Shack to replace <laughs> their stuff. Mel Spiegel. And he was gone. Mel Spiegel, their personal accountant. Spiegel. Mel Spiegel was now the prime suspect. Yeah. And certainly Jewish. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> and certainly a globalist. Exactly. It was. So I, I think this might be outside of Minnesota, outside of Minneapolis. I one of my deputies. I don't know. I could be wrong. That those those trees don't look indigenous. Sir, just this has got to be Florida. Look at the reenactment. I love it. I love the reenactments. Someone earning their SAG card. I love it. In the trash can outside the Johnson's home was evidence more valuable than... I like the idea that they do this, but it's never evidence. Inside the trash can was an unopened McDonald's Big Mac. (laughs) And we split it three ways. And we were hungry. I'm going big now. I'm going to go big. Hold on. I'll go. Lectures and history. Hold on. Go back. Look at that guy's hair. A complicated way, but it was not. It's about the, They're still going Zoom, huh? Wow. It's uh, again. Um, okay. That's going to be a sign of quality now when people are still Zooming stuff. Yeah. Because I feel like people found out that you can do you can do Zoom with no financing, but to have a studio and fly yeah. people out, then you need a budget. There yeah. were a lot of these channels that like basically built their shit on Zoom. Like, oh, we can just have. And he fucking Yahoo Skype in yeah. with his weird fucking oily hair. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Strong is made using an energy. Uh, I want to get down. So again, what what are the uh, ESPN channels? Three hundred. Yeah, they start at the three hundred. The three hundred level. It's all live football. I mean, we're gonna have Scott Van Pelt when we come back from break. Oh, here we go. Some SVP. Here's this boring game. It's gonna go down to the wire. Sixteen to ten. Oh my God, Crow! They scored three more points. Uh, I, 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 it, it makes it. Oh, it's got to be again. It's also the the, the yeah. type of three. If they're moving the ball up and down the field and then getting some three and outs, but I have a feeling it's this midfield bullshit. No, of just no, like, no. It's good athletes and evenly matched. Here's programs. the test: Can they get this fourth and one? You know, it's just oh. right there. Yeah, it's you know, but I, they went for it, didn't they? 
they had the nuts to do it. Yeah, that actually is an exciting moment to actually do out. that, to, 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 to make that decision to actually go for it in a tight game. And they're actually in their territory. Here's what annoys trying, me about to, that, they're though. They're trying to make their uh, drive run go They go went longer. for it. But what if they just get in two seconds? It's going to be third and eighteen again. <laughs> well, I don't know about that. They're moving downfield. I like twenty-three yard like. line. I don't. I don't, I don't need you to zip throw every time. Yeah. But if you're if you do ten plays and you see that like, well, we're only getting three or four at a time here. Yeah. Throw one thirty yards just to change the game up oh, a little bit. He, he slipped. Yeah. 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 It. Uh, yeah. Well, you can do that. But the fact is. You may not have guys that can get open. At some point, you, don't you do have, have to realize, though, there guys are getting covered downfield, and, and they can't th- do And it. that's a difference of the modern athlete, is the modern athlete knows that people are watching, and they want to, like, ball out for the people watching. I yeah. guarantee you, the offense, both offenses are furious that they haven't scored 30 points. Uh, yeah, like, yeah. they're probably out there being like, we're playing, like, fucking 1990s fucking mid carters here you're, you're playing good teams with with equal athletic ability who can tackle you and chase you down therefore you can't just dominate them you know so i mean that that, that to me is a uh is i mean they're actually playing uh, some scheme here and this matters penalties ma- every play matters you know are they going to shoot themselves in the foot there's a certain drama i mean some of these players a, are probably going to go to a club later and shoot themselves in the foot so. <laughs> I, I don't know you know i wonder i can tell you when i I feel like the real height of that was like the 80s and the 90s. I, I think it probably still happens with these man-childs, but it, it's just, I don't know if it's as frequent as it used to be. It still happens. It does still happen. But getting shot at the club, doesn't that seem like that's kind of like 10, 12, 15 years ago yeah, more so? Yeah. A little bit? I mean, not... not now that it's about getting shot at the school. You yeah, know what I'm well, yeah, saying? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean... I don't know the point I'm trying to make. People get shot. That's the point I'm Holy trying to make. Holy shit, the Diamondbacks roughed the Rockies up. You know, did Got that. some meaningless baseball happening. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So now we will do this. You see? It's back on. We can Forensic. go back to this, you know. Powered hunting rifle belonged to the Johnson's tenant, Mel Spiegel, who had mysteriously disappeared. Man, this Mel Spiegel. <laughs> Again, I'm trying to figure out the state this is in. Walt Fleming. What's the action of the cop? If Within hours of the murders, investigators found Spiegel in Boise, Idaho, 150 miles. Okay, well, we know from that now it's going to be the it's Pacific. 150 miles from Boise, Boise Idaho. So it's the Pacific Northwest. It's probably, uh, probably Idaho. Spiegel claimed his hunting rifle was in his closet when he left for Boise. I wouldn't even be that good. The second they came... I would be like, you found the gun, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I would just be like, white flag would be up. You, you couldn't lie good enough. Exactly. I mean, it's just, I don't know. When, when you, I don't know. Yeah, murdering someone is a, geez. There's a reason why they got to do basic training for people going into the military. You know, they, they have to basically like just really harden your ass up because you may have to do some things that are really rough, you know, because I don't think people are really, it's not their nature to be like, I'm going to murder you. Yes, there are murderers out there. But it is manufactured, which is disturbing to me. The wealthy interests need to have that. We need to have someone behind us that you fear will murder you to get things done. What an awful way. What an awful tenant to base a political philosophy on. Oh, we, we need to have the capacity to murder other human beings. You need to be, the fear of death has to be in your mind for, for you to capitulate to us. What an awful way to structure things. Oh, and it's the way it's been forever. So, uh, you know, it's, very annoying to me. I don't like that. I love 
that is the most existential problem ever and yeah. you're treating it like it's someone dented your car door <laughs> it's so ear pinningly annoying to me well because it's just like i mean everyone knows this why can't we figure it out why hasn't it been figured out? To figure yet? what out? Uh, to, to, to not murder each other. Well, that's to treat pro, each other pro. better. You know, to, to have a, a life of harmony. You wanted to murder of, someone today. You just didn't. Well, I have rage. There's no doubt about that. I mean, I, I have thoughts like that, but I, I had to follow through. So, I, if you met one of these people that you hate, you wouldn't kill them. No, I, I would have a. T- I, I talk tough, but I think if I bumped into uh, to Steve Bannon. Who I have a particular rage towards. Here's the thing, though: if yeah. you bumped into Steve Bannon and didn't know it was Steve Bannon, you might probably you probably would think he was nice because it would probably just be, oh, excuse me. It yeah, would, well, it would yeah, be yeah, a yeah. Simple thing. Yeah, I mean, I tell you, this happened one. That's time. the thing too. Everybody puts their hate into people into the situation that they hate them for. Yeah, you're yeah. never gonna be at a. You're in never that gonna, identical. You're never yeah. gonna be in the fucking Oval Office with Donald Trump. You're going to be passing him at a parade. He's going to wave at you. You're going to be all weird because you don't have the balls to say anything. And if you yeah. do, you'll get shot in the head by yeah. fucking security guards. Yeah. Yeah. What, like it, you'd be nice to each other. You know, it wouldn't be nobody has the nobody's going to do anything about anything. It, it is. Uh, the, yeah. Yeah. Well, unfortunately. And with that Dude, attitude, today, Keith, that's exactly the truth. That's, and that's was why protest, things are the way they are. There was a protest in California today. Yeah. For the abortion laws in Texas. Imagine that. Yeah. Californians yeah. thinking they can change. I know. Lo- I go know. to Texas. I know. I Don't know. Clog I know. up traffic downtown. Yeah, I know. Exactly. Uh, I heard the numbers are, too, that the majority of people in Texas actually support abortion or some abortion rights. They, they, oh, they yeah. don't support this law. And that just shows how warped the political system is and how, how it is still the, the original sin still rears its head and it is ugly and it is disgusting and it bothers me that it still exists. Uh, so, yeah, if I saw one of those, back to that point, though, about someone you really hated, this happened one time. I, I couldn't stand Carl Rove. I could, you met I, Carl Rove? No, no, no. Well, I, I think I did. Here's what happened. I think I did. You I, probably treated a stranger like ass. No, no, no. Here's what happened. Here's what happened. Uh, I was working at J.P. Morgan Chase, and my boss wanted to go out for lunch. Brag. She, she, she went, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, what, yeah, what a great job that was. It was awful. Couldn't stand it. Um, and, and I was, uh, my boss took us out to eat. With two friends of mine, with two coworkers, so it was the four of us going to get lunch, and it was when uh, um, uh, Fitzgerald was the was the uh, federal investigator for the uh, district court, federal district court of uh, Chicago, and he was doing some. I know I'm. Cha- uh, I, we have to. We're get done soon anyway. You can keep telling the story. Uh, he was investigating uh, the Bush administration for some of their activities, and particularly for Carl Rove and some fundraising and and that you know Carl Rove had to, I think come into Chicago to actually maybe give an affidavit or testify and i was walking down the street and it was during you know a morning or a afternoon lunch hour in chicago there's thousands of people it's teeming with activity you know and i saw this guy walk out of a hotel and i i walked right past him but his hair was all messed up and he had the same build same glasses and he had this smug smile on his face as he was looking up in the air up at the sky and i just uh, and i think it was carl rove but because it and i always made my promise if I ever saw Carl Rove, I'd punch him in the face. I made that promise to myself. But I was with three coworkers, and I was like, I can't do that with my coworkers. I can't do that. But if I, <laughs> I made the promise because I, I detest Carl Rove so much. I can't stand And I, he's in this, too. Like he's all, they, it's all hands on deck for this movement that's going on right now with Trumpism. All hands on deck. And, and he's very much a master of, uh, of the right-wing playbook. You know, I mean, he, 
obviously the whole flip flop thing. I mean, he taught George Bush how to be evil. Well, yeah, absolutely. George Bush was just you know? a fun drunk baseball owner before yeah, fucking yeah. Carl Rove got to him. You know, and he just, uh, but he he's got those numbers down, and so he, I'm sure he's well, he's he's part of the whole crew that came up with Roger Ailes and and, and Roger Stone. You know, and where Lee Atwater was at, learned at their foot. You know, the that that uh, office of dirty tricks that that Richard Nixon had to go out and, and to to uh, obfuscate issues and to create sort of. De- uh, you know, th- th- they are now old men doing it still. They learned the tricks to trade 50 years ago, and they're still applying those right now. And, and it's uh, very maddening to me, it, but, but it's effective. Uh, it works, and, and it bothers me a lot. It bothers me a lot because it continues uh, uh, some ancient ways of thinking. So anyway, what are we watching now? Well, I have to charge my battery. My battery oh, okay, okay. died. So yeah, we, 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 let's we're at an hour and 20 fir- minutes. Yep. Let's cycle down the first half. Let's cycle Good down first the first half. half. Um, and then, yeah, we're going to change batteries. Uh, we'll be back after a word from our sponsor. And the new Chevy S-Series line of trucks. So new from the inside out, everything else is history. Chevy announces a breakthrough. Introducing the 94 Chevy S-Series Extended Cab, so new from the inside out. Everything else is history. For all you adults who rush out without breakfast, why not try something new? Two words. Blueberry. The delicious taste of Kellogg's Blueberry Pop-Tarts. Blueberries are our friends. Loaded with luscious blueberry flavor in every bite. It's rectangular. They weren't kidding. They're good. Kellogg's Blueberry Pop-Tarts. Real good, real fast. Like that. Someday you'll thank me. A pioneer in managed health care. A major resource to help fund your child's education. Peace of mind, it comes with every piece of the rock. You know Campbell's has over 30 varieties of soup that are 98% fat-free? Which means just about every day you can look forward to a well-balanced meal with a different bowl of Campbell's soup. And the best part is, not only are they less than 90 calories, they're also delicious. So you're not missing anything, except fat. So eat your heart out. Here are tonight's winning numbers in the Premier Party Giveaway. Match and win. Second prize, a first prize, or the million-dollar grand prize. Play tomorrow on In the Heat of the Night. If you know someone who's caring for a person with AIDS, why not volunteer to fill in for a few hours and give the caregiver a much-needed break? On October 15th, 
these doggies. Jed Clampett may be the world's newest billionaire. Absolutely. But he's still an average concerned parent. Patty. Who wants to do right by his family. Barely made Clampett. He was fixing to bite my hand. But it's not easy in a town like Beverly Hills. It's mine. 20th Century Fox presents Jed. Hey! Put us off! That's real nice. It's yours, but I carry. Jethro. I finally figured this game out, Spanky. Granny. Ellie May. It's Russell. Mr. Drysdale. That's muskrat fricassee, and we don't skimp none. <laughs> it's brilliant. <laughs> and... It's a dog, Jane Hathaway. <laughs> From the director of Wayne's World <laughs> comes the story of a family. Hey, the face kill in the road. Road kill still sounds mighty good right now. Unlike any other. I'm sure there's enough first off. <gasps> The Beverly Hillbillies. Watch your hands, Danny. Rated PG. Starts Friday, October 15th at theaters everywhere. What <laughs> like <laughs> I'll tell you where the time goes. Every year I spend 3,000 hours sleeping, 500 hours commuting, 2,000 hours working. Then I get this idea, boing. Every day for lunch, I order one of McDonald's extra value meals. Now, I'm not only saving money, I'm in and out so fast, I figure I'm saving uh, five, six hours a week, huh? That's uh, nearly two weeks of free time a year. <laughs> so, in 12 months, I'm going to have all this extra cash, plus two extra weeks. And right now, I'm thinking, Hawaii. What you want is what you get. What? At McDonald's today. The 27th Annual Country Music Association Awards will continue. KDK TV2, number one for local news and local sports, takes the lead with the most Emmy nominations. KDKA and Eyewitness News, always taking the lead. It's KD's Secret Goop Troop Contest, and you could be one of 80 kids who win a toy shopping spree at Hills, the place for toys. All correct entries will be eligible for a family vacation at Disney World. And the chance to be on TV with me. Watch tomorrow at 7.30 for our... Secret Goop Troop Contest. Here's why people like waking up to Pittsburgh's own Jimmy Roach on Y108. Jimmy's really funny. Jimmy, he's just one of the guys. I love Jimmy. He's so cute. I grew up listening to Jimmy. He's like the guy next door. Jimmy Roach's the greatest. He's the funniest. He's a down-to-earth fellow. I love Jimmy in the morning. I think of Jimmy, I think of Pittsburgh. Now win $1,000 cash. Just listen every morning at 710 for your chance to win on Y108. Living Without Boundaries. Ralph Lauren's Men's Fragrance, Safari. This gift collection is your bonus with any $35 Safari for Men purchase. Available at Kaufman's. Truckers are trying to put the brakes on gas prices. See how on Eyewitness News at 11. The 27th Annual Country Music Association Awards will continue. Sponsored by Sears. Come see the softer side of Sears. And Wrangler. The Western Original. The cowboy's business is a business of silence. 
A hundred miles of fence gives a person time to think. To wonder about who he is, what the world is coming to. Talk to a cowboy long enough and you'll get an opinion on everything. That's because he's had time to think about everything. Yeah, at Wrangler, we know cowboys. Our genes were invented by them. That's why the West is in us. Wrangler, the Western original. Take a look. See what you'll find. Sears has hardware of a much softer kind. He's got hose dryers to wear in a storm. Pop-up toasters to keep you all warm. Woo! Stunning flashlights to brighten the place. Electric pumps and plungers in lace. It's a freer style. We're changing around here. Come see the softer side of when most manufacturers develop a new truck, they start with a model. Good idea. Here's ours. Introducing the first and only family of trucks designed from the inside out. A design that starts with you and has become the all-new Chevy S-Series. Everything else is history. I'm a 35-year-old woman who loves Kellogg's Frosted Flakes. This is my story. I knew it was for kids, so I had an arrangement with the stock boy at the market. I'd pay for it, and when the coast was clear, he'd hand over the box, and that Frosted Crunch would be mine. Mine. Of course, it's all behind me now. They deliver. There's no disguising it. Frosted Flakes have the taste adults have grown to love. They're great! Cologne for men. A compelling new experience for women. Aspen, now. Attention heartburn sufferers. If antacids work, why do I keep getting heartburn? You know, frequent heartburn may be a sign of a more serious medical problem. Your doctor has treatment plans that can help. Frequent heartburn. Isn't it time you talk to your doctor? We had 120,000 used tires in the middle of a residential area. And you can't take it anymore. DER was absolutely no help at all in trying to resolve the problem. Take it to Wayne. Through Wayne's involvement, the problem was resolved. Wayne Van Dyne and Eyewitness News always taking the lead. I've lived through 15 presidents, two world wars and a depression. Still folks say I don't look anywhere near 95. Maybe that's because every day I eat a well-balanced meal with a hot, delicious bowl of Campbell's soup. Many varieties are a good source of vitamins, like A or C. But don't take my word for it. Just ask my lovely bride of 57 years. Oh, Henry, stop. Campbell's. Imagine a cold medication so effective one tablet keeps symptoms from coming back a full 24 hours. Introducing Effidac 24, the first cold tablet for consistent 24-hour relief. Look, Sudafed drops off after 6 hours, Tavis-D after 12. So your symptoms keep coming back, but just one Effidac gives consistent relief for 24 hours. So your symptoms don't come back. New 24-hour Effidac keeps cold symptoms from coming back. Come on in, see what's new. Real 
Michelle Michaels, and of course, right now you're watching the Country Music Awards right here on KDKA TV. And at 11 o'clock, I'll have a wrap up of all the big winners. Plus, do you know what this year's new TV shows and country music have in common? Stay up till 11. I'll tell you on Eyewitness News tonight. How could someone defend a woman who murdered her own babies? The true story behind the TV movie on the next Inside Edition. After Eyewitness News tonight. We had a country station in Pittsburgh. Why do we need you? Because I'm K-Bear with today's hot new country. How can you say the song title and who sings it without talking over the music? That's what I specialize in. What makes you so hot and so cool at the same time? Because I'm the good time your mama warned you about. Tune your radio to 100.7 FM right now. Pittsburgh's hot new country, K-Bear. In the near future, the greatest threat to the American way of life may be the energy we choose to live with. Coming back here. Natural gas that is was still, that was still a narrative. Generated electricity. What? Still, a, I mean, the, yeah, what, you know, your energy. And you know, there's like enough what? to last for generations right here in America. It's a versatile... Gotta change the battery. ...in new ways without changing the way we live. Your children. Natural gas. The energy choice we can all live with and live better. The Bucks wrap it up in Montreal Friday night Ooh, at 7:30. The Expos are still in there, Montreal. The 27th annual Country Music Association Awards will continue. Sponsored by McDonald's. Yeah. What you want is what you get at McDonald's today. And Kellogg. Pennsylvania's got a bunch of rednecks. That state's filled with rednecks. This country is filled with rednecks. Can we hand my briefcase? I don't know. Ask Lynn. She takes everything. Do not. Hey, hey, hey. I'm late, and I'd like some breakfast. What are these? Kellogg's Nutri-Grain Bars. Is this some more of your bean sprout food? Just try one, Dad. Kellogg's Nutri-Grain Bars have a crust made with whole grain oats, real fruit, no preservatives. Mm. Yeah, it's cool. a good snack. Uh, Dad, hmm? your briefcase. Why didn't you tell Dad where it was? Nobody asked me. All right, and Kellogg's it's going to be official. There we go. All right. We're back for the second half. We got a, a little bit to do here. We got a couple shows to watch. Sure. Um, we're going to do, we're going to flick around the, this new episode of the Wonder Years. There was, there's a new Wonder Years on TV. Yes. Do you remember true. the first, when did the first one come out? That was mid eighties or late eighties? It was 87 to 91. I, I, I was kind of, I was in college during that time. So I didn't watch a lot of network TV. A few episodes I watched. I remember going over with some friends of mine from high school. They were also in Madison. I'm watching an episode of uh, of the Wonder Years. With, with, yeah, with, with with Fred Savage and uh, and the guy from from Marilyn Manson. No, no, 
And yeah, that was that was the big. There was a rumor. little rumor for a while, and then the Winnie Cooper thing, and, and it was such a baby boomer show. It was so baby boomer, like we're, that, and like thirty something to me are like ABC, like tapped into like the more mature late thirties, early forties baby boomer market. You know, like remember our childhood? They were the Wonder Years. You know, even though I just gave his voice. So you just didn't get it because it was like no, no, it was no, like I the, got the show. I just did, I it didn't was wanna... the tale. Like you didn't know that world though. Oh of, like, no! The oh idyllic... no! 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 I, that, that, that was like an, an antiquated time to me. I mean, that, that was like, whatever. It, it, I had no personal experience with it. My, my childhood memories start in the late 70s, which makes you particularly weird. <laughs> if your earliest memories were the late 70s. It really was. Because it was such a weird time. It was an so. in-between time, I absolutely, feel like. Absolutely. Without a doubt. I mean, there was a real trend. You know, it, it was, again, it, it was the, the well, we have talked about it a million times in the show. It was the Vietnam War was still fresh in people's minds. All the, the rights movements were sort of, winding down the economy there was a real sense that there was a funk in the air you know people were, and the iranian hostage crisis and the gas crisis there was a real sense of like my god america's losing it uh what we're experiencing right now is worse than that time i would say which is i used to look at that time and think to myself yeah that truly was a bad time that was influenced maybe by the media at that time and that that created the conditions for reagan but the, the times now are worse than that uh, they're, they're, the bifurcation of wealth is so bad. I was actually going to go on a rant about how people are trying to make it seem like it, it's this, like they're even putting out a bunch of 60s shit to make it seem like, oh, it's the fucking 60s. Well, it's like, but no, it's its own thing. Where, you know, as much as you want to look back in history, and I go do that all the time, and I have some decent, I think, historical knowledge, and I'm going to climb with stuff. At the same time, it can only inform you so much. You've got to go through what you're going to go through. And, uh, I don't know. You know, Steve Bannon got together, I guess, this uh, this week with two hundred, uh, uh, like a conser- this conservative pack that he has. That when, because and here's how they framed it: when we win in 2022, and then we win re-election in 2024, win the election, we're going to make sure that we have the administrative state. We're going to immediately disassemble the administrative state. Like that, that's what they're going to do because they felt like that was one of the weaknesses of Trump's presidencies. Is there was all these vacated positions at very high levels in federal government. So. They're getting together to train like 4,000 people just to come in and just rip it all to shreds. They want to get technocrats that'll do that just to rip apart the state even further. That, that's what they want to do. And, and they think that that's a technocrat sounds like a robot. Yeah. Well, yeah, you're a technocrat. You're technologically you're, you're, you're technically aware of how bureaucracies work and how to get shit done. I don't know if they're going to be able to find the people to do that, but th- that's the mindset that they have that, that they, they want to they want to rip it all Summon away. Summon the technocrat. And it's going to be a free for all and uh, and an opportunity for even more illegal wealth to be made. But anyway, we, greed runs it all. So what the hell? Uh, yeah, uh, I love how it all yeah. comes back to that. Well, you know that's pretty much the reason why it's all done. I think. You know, and, and you'll do anything for it. Including, no, I'm saying the including fact that murder we, other people. No, but I'm saying the idea that I started talking about the show, The Wonder Years. Yeah, and yeah. this start and that uh, you got on about <laughs> how people. I feel like that you don't. You're really stumped on the fact that people want to murder people. Oh, well, you know, it's just, well, yeah, I mean, no, I know what happens. I know everyone has those impulses, but, but it's just, uh, it's, but on a massive scale to have enough weaponry to kill every single human being on the planet, isn't there something wrong about that? Isn't there something wrong about that? There's something that's just, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But there's no, but we're, but I feel like thinking about it being wrong is wasting time at this point <laughs> well yeah I, I i realize that you have to do things you know but it, it's let's kill but, someone but, bro. But, but the yeah, yeah you're gonna have to kill people to end this killing yeah. oh, jesus christ well yeah, exactly that, that feeds into it that we haven't been able to master that and it's 
And it's only getting worse. It's, I, I used to believe in the myth of progress. I've said that before on the show. And my idea of progress was, oh, there'd be a harmonious thing going on. And uh, it's the opposite, actually, what's going on. It's a, uh, it's a civil war of information. And, uh, and people are, it's, it, I don't know. I, I, you know, whatever. I mean, we have to watch it unfold. You know? And so as much as you want to look back on history, uh, it can inform you certain aspects of what's going on. You know, anticipate certain things, uh, but it, you know we are forging a different path right now with different forces in operation. And I, I, I think that the uh, the forces of darkness are on the rise. You know, and, and that's always maybe been a, a thing, but it seems like they're they're really showing their fangs now. And, and I, I'm concerned about you know I don't know genocide and shit like that. You know? <laughs> I, I, I I I think that there's. <laughs> Well, here it is. Okay, here we go. You want us to be fucking uh, South Africa so bad. No, I don't. I know, but like, <laughs> we're not, there's not going to be a, like, mass genocides out here is like so, like, starvation. That's the mass genocide. Well, exactly. Yeah, like, exactly. That's what I mean. I, mean, yeah, no, there, I don't mean like putting someone in no, and yeah. putting a, a Zyklon B pill. Ge- genocides manifest themselves in many ways. It's not just, oh, we're going to kill you intentionally like that, but oh, we won't, uh, you know, we just won't. Uh, Kid, you know, I didn't understand. <laughs> all right, here release we go. this vaccine. He's setting quick up the show. For, yeah, exactly. Here's what this is what annoyed me about everybody trying to make it seem like the 60s is just like today. Listen to the intro of this show. Growing up, mom and dad gave me the police talk about how to handle yourself around cops. George Floyd. There was a presidential election that created a racial divide. Donald Trump. 68. And there was a flu pandemic that they said would kill a million people around the world. But it was 1968. My brother and I have a theory. Everything we're dealing with right now, it started because of this year. That's when the forces of the right really got their shit together. And we're like, okay, we got to actually blunt this from occurring. You know, so 68 was a huge divide. It was. But this is pandering. That's so much music. Can't fucking handle that music. Hold on, I'm fucking with this. The state our country was in. Yeah. It was, but like, I just feel like that's so cheesy to me how they have to work in the flu thing. I know, yeah. Th- that's forced, actually. Because Do you, I don't even know what the fuck they're talking about. Uh, I, I, there probably was maybe a, a rumor of that or that was maybe going on, but I mean, it's... They're talking about the itis? Is you, this the you, itis you, that black people talk about? You, you never talk about when you, in history books, when I was studying in college in the 80s, when this wasn't that far in the past, you never talked about a flu at that time. You talked about the Democratic Convention in Chicago. You talked about the assassination of Martin Luther this King. This was the year I turned 12. You talked about Nixon's the election. you transfer from boy to man. Or as the old folks used to say, when a boy starts smelling himself. Is that what they say? Is that? I thought it was smelling your muss. <laughs> is that what the, oh, so you know about the black lingo? Well, my, uh, I had a good friend when I worked at the Fair Housing Agency when, when my generation was doing nothing to stop what was going on, of course, because, you know, we were all lazy. Um, you know, there was a guy I worked with uh, in, in, <laughs> who was from Mississippi. He said that was the phrase they would use when people hit puberty in the black. I thought it was smelling your muss, but I, I'm probably wrong. Maybe that's graphic. Maybe they have to change it for ABC. Yeah, yeah, smelling his muss. <laughs> the previous summer's race riots had caused the first wave of white flight to the suburbs. As a kid, I didn't understand all that. This is Don Cheadle, right? We had neighborhoods that were just as safe. Yeah, this is Don Cheadle. This is the ones they were developing outside the city. There were teachers, veterans, shop owners, 
all united by pride, by pride self-determination and we're going to romanticize <laughs> this is what we need to do now the solutions are old solutions we're trying to go back to what in this sort of ultra modern information world of uh you know, again, I used to believe in the myth of progress. I used to try to be an agent of some change. And then, and what? you? The toolbox is limited. The toolbox is limited. It's limited by the fact that the rich don't pay enough in taxes. Uh, no threats it. found. I guess we were scanning for viruses. You know, so it, uh, you know, that's, that, that's not necessarily my total solution. The government is not run very well either. Intentionally so, of course, it's, uh, Poorly run, and then it creates a negative feedback. Look, you see, the government always fucks things up. Well, there are certain things it's not allowed to do, and not finance well enough often, and you know. And then there's also just a lot of stupid, shitty rules that go on. That need to you be sound like you should be sitting cross-legged like this with a cup of coffee in front of you, just that, like that's, well, you know, and exactly. That's just, I, you know, uh, I'm making a point to our three listeners. They 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 listen when they <laughs> any kid caught outside after the streetlights came on. That was always something I remember people, fam- uh, oh, when the street lights came on and stuff like that. I remember that as a kid. You know, yeah, that, that, that was a, 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 when I would play, because I would play for hours outside. I was a, a very active kid. I liked playing a lot, you know. I liked going, I was, I was in the mix, you know. That was where the socialization happened, you know. And it's happening now, too. A lot of necking, huh? Yeah, it was, you know, yeah. So he hears his dad's song. Uh, we get introduced to the dad here. The parents are nothing like the old Dan Loria, and yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. she was a meek, beaten wife. Flinched every time they fucking talked to her. <laughs> oh, is, is the cops pulling him over? No, it's like one of those memory flashbacks. Yeah, he's explaining the dad's character here. So here we go. By day and a funk musician by night. In other words, he was the baddest dude I knew. Dean, I know you did not. He's a funk musician. You know those <laughs> funk musicians that lived in the suburbs <laughs> of of Alabama. This is Birmingham, Alabama. Yeah. You know, so no. was he was he in funkadelic? You know, was he? You know, he's just a. I think he's you know he's got a day job and he's a funk like he's a, a yeah. independent funk musician. But let's just come on, man. I just come into this house without speaking. But I heard no buts. How about hello, mama? Hello, daddy. How are you? I heard daddy song in Kwame's car. You did? See, you she's like. She's a maturing woman, you know, like she's a, you know, a teen. She's going to be the <laughs> be cool. They don't lean on Nam in this version like they do in the old. Well, yeah, because well, yeah, this is supposed to be about the civil rights movement. Uh, uh, Wonder Years was about Vietnam. That was, that was very much a subtext of, of the first Wonder Years was the Vietnam War. It was definitely the nuclear family suburban white response to what was going on in the 60s. So it was definitely geared towards that audience. They, they, they knew how to market that show. That show was very popular. I think it won a couple of, uh, of Emmys for like, I don't know, Best Drama or something. I think it was on for five years, maybe six years, four years. I think, I think it was 87 to 91 it was on. So my, what? my college years. The Wonder the, the years? The original Wonder Years. A little longer than that. It went to the mid-90s. Did, did it go that 92, long? 92, 93. I don't cool. think it did, actually. Let me look it up. I, I think it went, I, I could be wrong. Maybe it was 8, 93. It was more nah, than four seasons, yeah, bro. I, I, yeah, maybe it was 93. I could be wrong. but uh, I, and I'm, I'm not as good at this because I'm getting older now. And the THC is having a cumulative effect on my brain. The protein strains are being corrupted. <laughs> <laughs> by age and my goofiness but no it uh six seasons oh, 1988 to 1995 then 90 94 maybe 
Yo, so it was 88? I thought it was 87. Oh, no. 88 to 93. Okay, so I was all... Yeah, so it was a five-year... Six years, six, years. six seasons, 115 episodes. That's... Because I that, remember the last episode. I remember that it was like... They well, does, play, she have, does he have sex with Winnie Cooper or something like that? No. It's, it, they flash forward into the future. Like, it's just a regular episode. It kind of ties up everything. He, But you end up finding out that the dad dies of a heart attack. Uh, he doesn't end up getting with Winnie. She, like, gets with some other fucking dude. Yeah. And it's just, like, ties up their life. Of, yeah. Like, they're yeah. at a parade. Because uh, it was capturing a moment in time when we were innocent. When it was wonder. There was wonder. <laughs> it's just wonder when you're it's when you're young and you're interpreting things. Isn't it, though? You know, kind of. But, you know, me, personally, I feared nuclear war as a 9, 10, 11-year-old thought about the death and, and nuclear war every single day every uh, single rob aponte says remember the kevin kid had an older sister that was a flower she had they got a flower child hippie yeah. in there yeah they, there's absolutely. no hippies in this but that was a white person thing there were no black hippies well i, I a funk musician might have been a black hippie you know like a, there were jimmy hendrix was probably a black hippie you know there were black hippies but not it, oh, it yeah. manifested i think itself in, in, in a in a yeah, it was mythical American, yeah it was it was a with an African-American Suburban Aladdin. black parents didn't want their kids to be Jimi Hendrix. <laughs> yeah. No yeah. Cool what parents. a time to... Uh, yeah. But that's the thing, too. They're trying to put this cool angle on it. Like, yeah, it's exactly. not It's not sterile and white. This is a hip, cool Wonder well, it, Years. It, it's a, this dad's a funk musician, not an alcoholic that'll backhand his kids. Yeah. <laughs> Was daddy's catch-all... Even though black parents backhand their children all the fucking time. <laughs> yeah. Advice for every situation. Be cool. Definitely more of a comedy. The original Wonder Years was out to prove points. It was like a young, it was like a young person mash. It, 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 there was attempts to do. It was a good attempt at a dramedy. It was an attempt at a dramedy. I wonder how it's defined in the Wikipedia page. The original. It's, it's not a dramedy at all. They just call it a. They call that's it a drama. like dramedy is like. What's well, recent? It's a recent thing. But and I think it was it's an attempt more. At that. And when they throw dramedy, that means like there's barely any comedy in this. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's a coming of age comedy slash drama. Yeah. yeah. What, what, what did I say? Man, comedy drama. Let's see what the origins of it, it was an attempt to be that. Yeah. Uh, an example was the days and nights of Molly Dodd, which aired from 87 to 91. The term dramedy was formed to describe the late eighties wave of TV shows, including Hooperman, Doogie Howser, MD and Frank's place. Yeah. Yeah, that was the beginning of it because I feel like we're we're in a much more mature version of that now. Although these aren't bad shows, there was some ability in there. You know, they weren't all. You know, there there was a certain sophistication to the show. But the first episode of the Wonder Years, I they they lean on Nam hard. Brian Cooper, Winnie Cooper's brother, gets murked off like at the end of the first pilot. That's how really? they kiss. So you find out Brian Cooper dies. He rides his bike to the park. To, to you know to console Winnie because he knows she's going to be there yeah. puts his Jets jacket around her and they fucking make out and that's like his first true like kind of kiss yeah. right? and then yeah, when yeah. a man loves a woman plays and they pan out and that's the end of the pilot god that is so it's like we are going for the baby boomers we are this is in case you couldn't that's like virtue boomer signaling is that you know it's so what's the song for, for the intro for this we can't one? listen to it I don't know oh yeah you're right be cool you see, 
cop issues were an issue then too. That it's around twelve, where you figure out what your place is in the world. That's not true at all. No, I, I, I'm actually still working on that one. I don't know if (laughs) forty years into the future, I'm still working on that one. You know, Scott Brown didn't even finish college. You're going to college. I'm sure the revolution is going to need a good dentist or accountant. There we go. The black plumber. And often he'd have something we could better off. But my dad put his money where his mouth was. He'd always hire the black doctor, black accountant. You see, he was he was a woke business. But you see, if black folks just did more small businesses, I love that narrative in this country that somehow the small business is going to just cure all the problems. You know, you see, just get the entrepreneurial spirit. And I have that, by the way, I have that. It ain't easy to pull off. You know, even if you're talented, it ain't easy to pull off. This whole like thing, if they just did that, you know, things would be better. Think It's just like, no, there are other forces out there. Maybe they touch on that later in this episode. I highly yeah, doubt it. We call I it highly doubt red. it. But I know a certain show that does, Keith. Again, I know a certain show oh, that you're does. Oh, you're un, your unpicked up pilot. <laughs> I know a certain show that attempts to do that. And through the character's personalities. Glasses or not, I wasn't the most popular kid in the neighborhood. Thank God I had Corey. What's up, Dean? Give me some. We were going to end up gay lovers. He touches on the wokeness. One of his teachers snaps on him when they're in school about like being a puss or something. And yeah. he was just like, they make a point to say like, he'd get fired if he said that today. Oh, yeah. He figured out his bag when we hit puberty and he grew six inches of height and six inches of hair where it counts. Uh-oh. See, yeah. directed by Fred Savage. Wow. <clears throat> let's go. Let's skip around. Oh, that's... Sean Hurt. But here comes... So they, they mislead you a little bit. You know you the think Because girl... you need a Winnie, right? Of course. So they you think this is going to be the that Winnie Cooper. The yeah. first time and everything slows down, that was Lisa Jones. Everybody had a crush on her. But here comes my crush, Kisa Clements. She was perfect. Hi, Dean. Thanks for letting me borrow this. She's a nerd. You didn't read, you never saw a comic book with that. Would you roll your eyes like that if you saw a comic book as a kid? Yes. That's a problem. No, it's not. What was it? Why don't you like cartoons? Because I wanted to go, I liked cartoons and shit. I wanted to go out, and I I was a physical kid. I wanted to play. I wanted to be active. Physically. So there was never Growing a time up, in your childhood ever where you're like, I want to read something right now. Uh, well, no, I, I would read uh, books. I'd read books. Okay. I, I had a little bit of that. They I do often, have words in comic books, I, I, you know. I, I read the sports section. I, I also read a lot of current event stuff. I was heavily into current events when I was So you were nine, a kid 10, that was into the old. news. Oh, absolutely. So you were a horrendously boring young kid. No, I was not a horrendously boring young kid. I had friends. I had the capacity to have friends. Well, I just wasn't everyone's got Oh, God, friends. I've got it with the, with the well, Avengers. Well, <laughs> well, nobody says it like that because there's <laughs> black kids doing it. Oh, God, if only. Oh, they're a nerd, too. I'm not being made fun of anymore. Oh, Anyway, I got to fix this. I'm disgusted by how these levels are with this compressor. No, it's not you. It's 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 how this is set up. Like, I I hate how this stream is going. So, okay, this is good. This is fodder for good material. Second half, getting off to a strong start in my vitriolic opinions about this. I think you hate this for all the reasons people don't like. I heard people saying it's like very stereotypical and like old 60s brother man lingo yeah yeah but you're just upset that she likes a comic book 
No, I'm not just upset about that. That's your distorted being. You know, no, no, that's just. Crow, you just went on a vitriolic rant about. (laughs) How you would have been disgusted. You would have fucking muffed this bitch in the face if you I saw her. I wouldn't have muffed her in the face. I just think it's comic books were not cool because they're not. They are, though. They they're very are. popular. They're, yeah, they're, they're, I know. You're they, such a. They, therefore, therefore, they're good. Therefore, they're good because they're popular. Therefore, they're good. Yeah, there's a there's a comic book we subscribe to that does the news in comic book form. Like they're legit news articles, but they draw Listen, pictures and stuff. I, 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 the graphic novel is a good thing. There are good things but, about but, comic books. I'm not gonna. I I, I I took a very strong stance there. I, I just don't find it to be uh, my my way of uh, you know informing myself about the world. Well, no one does. No, no. I, I think it's a Name lens one that situation have. where you think comic books are actually people. That's how they view the world. <laughs> Name one. It, it is. No, no. I, I mean, just, just the idea of like, oh, I, I can't be a hero. In my re- I'm going to live vicariously through this. I just find this. Yeah. I, I, I just, What's wrong with that? Because it's, it's not admitting that you're unhappy. That's the problem. You're not being honest with yourself. <laughs> No, I'm going off. Uh, no. What is that? That's the <laughs> you weirdest. Know? No, you know, uh, having an honest relationship with things. That's a, it is not. It is dishonest to my sensibility. I, I, I just don't like. It. So you. It's don't... about power issues and people who have real power issues. I think too is a major portion of it. I think it's called carnage. You're like that guy. <laughs> there was a guy in the '60s who tried to ban comic books because he said they made boys gay. And and it was wow wow what an accurate statement that's just exactly no what but I'm he like. was the whole that's point exa- was that's exactly what I'm trying to was, say his whole point was that comic books impact society negatively they don't impact it negatively they just uh, distract people from from what what should really matter nobody <laughs> reads them who's the, being distracted by comic books they're the, they're almost it's almost a dying industry that is true actually it's true everything. Yeah. Everything you say is quickly being disproven. <laughs> well, you know, uh, whatever. I, I don't like it, and, and I find it to be uh, a big, giant, colossal distraction that are going on in people's lives. And you should get more involved as uh, things are Thanks happening. Thanks for letting me borrow this. You were right. It was great. To this day, I can't smell Vaseline and Tide. What a gross two smells. Without being taken right back. Vaseline and Tide is that a? Is well, that is that a trying to be like a, like a? Is that is that like a '60s reference or something? Or they probably they must have some like African American staff oh, writers, right? I'm sure there's not. I guarantee there's, you, there's not one white person working on this show. Yeah, it's got to be right. It's got to be. Crow, if you think that you, you when you sell your show that you're actually going to be able to touch it as a white guy, yeah, that's kind of a dream. I think. Well, I don't know. We'll see. They'll let you on set to look at it, but. But, but yeah, but but, but with the but yeah, uh, this is all black writers and pretty and but Fred I mean, Savage Fred, is directing. Yeah, but that's like what, this yeah. is this is cute. You were in the original Wonder Years. Yeah, 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 we're throwing a bone in your direction. Early. But it feels uh, so the executives of, came in here somewhere. So one of the big storylines in this is um, they the, there's like black versus black. It's desegregated shit. It's segregated yeah. shit, but it just got desegregated. So yeah. this little league team, the coach wants them to play uh the white kids yeah and uh all the parents are apprehensive about it and the mom is all about it old old black kevin arnold's mom is all about it yeah yeah it's a it's a showing the differences you know and the dad is this hip cool dude but he gets real uptight when he wants to play the white kids it's that whole like we have good teams there's good teams that need to be played here yeah yeah 
That tension is being revealed. So, your glasses are cute. She just basically said, I look like Billy D. Williams in my glasses. This was the perfect Billy time D. to tell her was that. Was Billy D. enough of a name in 68? I don't know if Billy D. was a. He, he was I a, mean, he's narrating it from present time, so he's probably just making it relatable. Well, yeah, because no, they said Billy, yeah, Billy D. Billy D. Oh, yeah, 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 exactly. That's a Loved good point. Loved her since I sat next to her on the first day of first grade. But it had to be She's grounded like, in kind of that time period also. His first movie that I remember is Brian's song, 71, when he played Gail Sayers. Listen to this, though. You got to throw in the obnoxiously racist white person. Bullies back then benefited from us not having Google to fact check. Shut up, free lunch. Yo mama on free lunch. Love a good yo mama. Yo mama. I remember that being a thing in Virginia, even in the, in the late 70s, early 80s, saying yo mama was an insult. That was an insult, you know? What's all the fuss back there? Somebody said yo mama. Now you know something. The black students do that the white students don't. You ought to be like these three. They're the white black kids. Parents send them here to learn. Hey, she's not prejudiced. He does that the whole show. Anytime a white person's racist, he'll go, they're not prejudiced. So what is he like? The, the uh, He's like the white Jew boy best friend. I was going to say, exactly. In my memory, she was, but she also gave some of us black students extra attention if she thought we had potential, which may still have been racist. I don't know. Whoa, it's so, wow. You just put a question out there, man. Anyway. <laughs> what the, so Rob's commenting, I'm not a comic book fan myself, but sports is equally as a distraction, arguably, he says. Yeah, um, maybe it is, but I, I, I it's know, just yeah. tough and no, manly, no, yeah, so you no, like no, it. No, I, I just, yeah, you're probably right. Sports probably fucks girls, you know. Sports fucks girls. Comic uh, books are gay. again. This and you talk about the voices that I do. <laughs> us being totally off the mark when I talk about. Ooh, I'm a millennial athlete, and I have to get more followers on Instagram. I mean, that voice there is not even remotely <laughs> what I'm thinking. When I think about my fandom, my fandom, it's much your, more. Look how you even you know? opened your arms. My fandom. It's my fandom. You read your little comic books. You're a fan of your comic books, but my fandom. <laughs> no, it's no. It's so much more important. Well, no, no. It is just, I think a lot of people, their sense of identity is. Uh, Crozier's enjoys watching people kill in... themselves, and I just like watching it be pretended on in pages. <laughs> The p pussy no, pretend shit. No, 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 no. I, I, uh, I just think it's, uh, it's, it's a little bit. Uh, I don't know. It's just odd to me that there is just a, a real sense of identity that that's like a major component of most, not most, but a lot of people's identity. I think, and that's a. I don't know. I, I just find it to be not something that I'm, I'm into. That's all. Bringing people together wasn't just about the white people. It was also about black people like Michael Sims. I knew I could reach him too. You think you white, don't you? I could not. You talk white? You act white? You even brought a lunchbox to school like you white. That last one confuses me to this day. Come on, man. Told you it was a dumb idea to try to talk to him, Dean. I told you he's 23, Dean. I tell you what, I remember being in junior high school. I went to Stonewall Jackson Junior High School. Look they how just, sick those uniforms are. Those are good. The, the, those were... Uh, uh, first kiss. The, they first just changed the name of Stonewall Jackson Middle School. Post BLM. <laughs> so here's how it's all going to culminate. We have to, we're going to watch the beginning of La Brea after sure, this, and then sure. we have to do TV history. Sure. Got a, still a little bit left to go. Yeah. 
Uh, so the whole crux of this episode is he didn't want to go watch the white versus black game. Yeah. And then he finally shows up and he gets all happy about it right here. But then. But he's dressed up. He's not in his funk clothes. No, he's, he's at, not. He's, he's, he's got he, like a regular. Yeah, day exactly. Job. Exactly. Because, oh, he's a black entrepreneur. Exactly. The two, but boy, did that third one feel good. Okay, so here's what happens. He the they do the classic like the dad tells him to do one thing and the coach tells him to do another thing and he like steps in and choice. out of the batter box. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so we'll skip past that. Because I was wondering the whole episode, I'm like, where's the Brian Cooper? Brian Cooper has to die. Yeah. Like when when the fuck is Brian Cooper dying? Oh yeah. All right. Your sister is choice. Shut up. Uh, yeah, I don't know if you said choice in 68. You said choice in the 80s, and you said mint in the 80s. Choice? Uh, well, this is 1968. Well, exactly. Oh, no, no, that's what I'm saying. You said choice in the 80s. You didn't say it in 68. That was a bit off, I think. I, I disagree with that. I think Let's was, look up the, the word choice. I mean, kind of, yeah, kind of wear it, you know, because it, it obviously is talking about a, a, uh, a young woman being attractive. You were in high school. That was a, you used, a, a phrase you used. All right, let's see. I looked up choice as a verb. Yeah. So uh, choose. Yeah. Choice as an adjective. Pretty. What the fuck? How about maybe choice as an adjective? Maybe that'll do it. Definition of choice. Art of choosing, the best part. Yeah, yeah. But when did that fucking happen? Yeah, yeah, because we wanted the, the, that sort of... I think that that word is, is out of place in there. That's just my little hair-splitting kind of criticism. So, um... Cause you Hold see, on, I'll just Because you see, I'll I can nerd this. out too, actually. Well, this is not nerdy. <laughs> this is... This is well, no, I forgot. See, this is like nerd... See, that's the thing that's changed too, is the nerd... The definition of that has changed. Now nerd means like interest entertaining things that you could get detailed about. In your day, nerd meant like, oh, I don't want to do this. I, 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 I'm hip enough to know how the word is Like, evolved. Crow, you are a nerd because yeah. oh, you I'm like sports. Oh, I'm not cool. I know that. No, I, I, and I, Even just the sports. How like, about this? How about this? How about you just like things? It doesn't make you a, like a label. You have to be sort of, ooh, I'm going to market you now as this. How about just, I happen to like things. I happen to like to research the details of the economy. I guess I'm an economist nerd. You know, no, well, yeah, no. you are. These are the things it's I just, just that like. That, that word offends you so much. <laughs> it doesn't, it, it is, no, the, the, what it's turned into, what it's, an, what's evolved into. Okay, it it's is. It's another marketing ploy. Like it all fucking is. In the dating arena. Or seen to a teenager in the 1960s, a pretty girl would be considered choice. If wow. she refused your advances, she, uh, you might be bummed out, depressed, or upset. Wow. It is 1960s slang. Wow, I was wrong. It was Good. just still around in the 80s. Yeah. You see, I can admit when I'm wrong. You see, I was wrong. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm totally. I'm just having. We're trying to liven it up a little bit. Let's, let's be more of an antagonist, you know. Man, that Avengers comic really made you angry. Well, well you, you, but you, you feed this. You know, it's like you put these ham. At, well, I mean, you could have just not said anything about it. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And then had it not. But you know, we, but the fact, but, but the but, fact is, we have a show to do, so we're gonna. Fill but the some reason time. you said something about it is because you hate comic books. Oh yeah, I can't. And stand then when them. people call you out on it, you're like. 
calm down. I don't hate. And then, <laughs> and then, yes, you do. You I hate, don't hate comic them. books. I mean, you I, think they're stupid. I just find them. I, I'm just not interested in them. That's all. I'm just not interested in them. That's all. Black people. But it was too late now. So here's the Brian Cooper. We're so sorry. We just heard what happened. Heard about what? Dr. King. Is that Fred Armisen? <laughs> <laughs> no, that looks nothing like Fred Armisen. His eyes, though? Is this, like, no, is Fred Armisen, Fred Armisen and- has jacked up teeth and is like black. <laughs> That's more like Fred Armisen than anything. <laughs> Sh- shot. What? Dr. King is Brian You Cooper. heard it? Where? You heard it? In Memphis. It, it's all in the news. Oh. Is he? They rushed him to a hospital. We saw you all were. They get the Sad. news. See, they thought from they white were, people. Well, no, they well the white people saw them arguing, and they thought that that's what they were arguing over. Oh, because so the, because the they've been playing this baseball game. Everybody, you haven't been on your transistor. The transistor was big. That was big in the '60s. Hey, I still have one. So, Doctor King is Brian <laughs> Cooper. <laughs> that's my internet. Uh, the radio was like a total. I mean, like in the '20s, that was they a resort to destroy. So now the I'm thinking how close are they going to go to the original one? You have to have the moment where he goes to the park and fucking because uh, in the original one, Kevin goes to the park to console oh, Winnie because yeah. her, her brother just died. Yeah. So he's going to the park to I think he just knows that the friend's going to be there. Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, oh, when's the kiss going to come? I'm, oh, oh, I'm rolling church? my eyes here. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, God, they're going to do exactly the ending of the pilot to the Wonder Years. But they go to church, right? In the church. Oh, it's elementary school. So. I can't fucking play the song. It's the blues. <laughs> uh, but he walks up, probably expecting to smooch, and he sees his crush making out with another guy. Well, it's with his buddy too, right? Isn't yeah, his buddy the, the brace guy, the big brace nerd. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There we go. I so know that's that the feeling. Wonder Years. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, it got ripped to shreds. What you know? It's. It's a tough audience. I just now. think my whole thing with the show is it blackish happened. Yeah. Blackish was a show about yeah. well to do black people in yeah. the suburbs in modern times. Yeah. It's again, we got to rewrite entertainment history. Yeah. The old wonder years can't exist. It was about white people. That's yeah. evil. Yeah. And it has to be well, rewritten. <laughs> well, I think it's also probably saying, oh, it's unimaginative executives saying, well, this worked for white people. We'll just make it about black people. There's been that tradition with like, well, the, the Wiz was the Wizard of Oz for black people. You know what I mean? And like, we're going to, and it seems I think that, that just seems kind to of be, a, it's, it's old hat. To there me. needs it's to be hat. an overall just some shows were told from one perspective and there's no doing doing it over i get yeah in the 80s it would have been great to have a black version of what the wonder years was but it's done yeah it's a different time it's gone and you made blackish and it won a ton of awards yeah. it was on for 11 yeah. 10 years or whatever the fuck yeah so just don't make this show yeah yeah <laughs> you don't need it yeah yeah, you don't need the new Wonder Years. Yeah, yeah, but, but it's so- just the trotting out of the brand. We need to to re- revive the brand. Yeah, and instead of just letting TV networks reshow the Wonder Years, which is a very popular show. Yeah, can't do that. It's about white people. You know, you know. Well, I mean, I, I think it's. Uh, yeah, I mean, again, I go back to oh, they're looking. I think executives are scrambling right now, particularly I think at the at the not not the streaming level, but the network level, like. Okay, we got to go back to what used to work, and we got this old model. 
we got to, you know, tastes have changed. We got to try to capture something like this, you know. So, yeah, let's just go back to the things that worked in the past and just make it black, which the review I read was scathing in certain ways. It was just like, it's just a modern day blackface, and yet more offensive. I was like, oh my God, um, that, that's it, a little bit harsh. I mean, you know. But. it. Uh, I think the ratings itself aren't that bad. Like it's got like 60s, 70s Well, we'll ratings. be able to see, won't we? We'll be able to see on our ratings network, on oh, our ratings yeah. competition. It's up there. You know? I can tell you what it is right now. You know, but uh, but yeah, so uh, <laughs> that Wonder Years. Yeah, it, 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 it hit a nerve. <laughs> because it just, you know, it's sort of an old idea and it's been done before. But, you know, whatever. Hopefully, hey, hopefully someone gets to buy a mansion and, and their dream comes true, Keith. The reason why they moved here, their dream comes true. <laughs> I gotta figure out how to get this fuck i need the, that remote oh sure man no problem let me just help give me a hustle make sure i get it to you my friend i gotta do it this there i go wow spectrum guide puts all your favorite fucking fuck spectrum <laughs> yeah i don't have them anymore so how was how was your how was your day crow well, you vamped know, while I while I look for this, you know, well, well, my car had to go into the shop again. Oh yeah, you took public transit. Yeah, Forget about yeah, the shop. Yeah, yeah. Talk about your walking through MacArthur Park. Well, you know, I'm debating when the show ends. You know, uh, uh, you know, I got to. I, gotta I go mean, back don't walk through the park. Oh, just I walk, walk on the side. I walk on the side. Yeah, I, I walked on the southern end of it. And, and to be honest, in the southern end, it was fine. If you just walk with a purpose, you can get there. Walk with a purpose. You know, I would love to see what that looks like for you. you. Know, well, it's just, you know, you're just, you're just walking with, uh, you're getting through, you know, you're, and, and there's a certain, uh, 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 certain, uh, ah, Rob Aponte brings up a good fucking, uh, uh, a good point. Shameless is good times about white people. <laughs> who, <laughs> who plays uh, Jimmy Walker's character? Who, who's yeah. a, in shameless man? I, I, it's, that, it's that lip kid. The, <laughs> I remember the episode of, of uh, Good Times that made the strongest impression on me was when Janet Jackson played Penny, who had a crush on JJ, and she was getting abused by her mother. It was an, an episode about abuse, and she burns her with a hot iron. And when she brought the hot iron over to her, because she was late, and I remember J Janet Jackson was like crying, no, no, don't do it. And she was like, she had tears in her eyes. It was like a re I remember being like eight, eight or nine years old. That was like your Jonathan Taylor Thomas cancer episode for you when i saw that in good times it was like wow that is dramatic i mean it affected me i remember that episode i'm talking about it now penny being abused you know <laughs> the victim of abuse through the iron you know like, oh my god you know did you did you well up well i remember being like oh i i, I paid floored I, I paid attention it got my attention you know i was like ooh, this is a dramatic moment because they, they're dealing with child abuse. You know? <laughs> Dwayne County, it's a very basic joke. They, I can't they, believe they didn't put La Brea up. They, they would do that on Saturday Night Live where they would do Maya Rudolph reenactments of good times. And, and it was just like, oh, the problems were always so bad that how, how could they possibly be good times, you know? Like, it was always, like, really bad. Like, uh, Dwayne County oh. talked about the, the Michael Evans School of Comedy. He would just come out and label a bunch of stats about sickle cell anemia. You know, 17% of black kids are born with sickle cell anemia. And if they had improvement in diets, you could cut that number in half. Like that, <laughs> that would be like a line he would have. 
You know, it's, it's it, oh, I hate that. It's on <laughs> fucking Hulu. Oh, what? Oh, I'm sorry. What is? Oh, oh. La Brea. Oh, oh okay. I hate when they do that. Like, just put it on demand because it's Hulu does exclusive deals. Yeah, so it's only on demand on Hulu. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, La Brea looks like. <laughs> I think it looks pretty funny, man. Right? It's about yeah. fucking the La Brea tar pits coming and, uh, to life. Yeah, and the, and the dinosaurs were trapped in it coming out. You know, it's like. All right. Yeah, it's that alien thing. It's all like, whoa, we're going to play with sexual alien. And well, this isn't aliens. This is actual saber tooth tigers and dinosaurs. Well, that, yeah, but there's that alien show. It, it's it's like the, 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 the humanoid kissing some alien like with the tongue. That's on it. V, dude. I, I've seen a bunch of the. Is that, is that a remake of V? V got remade, though. Well, yeah, but it's another. But that's what the show is. There's a V franchise. No, not this, but like that's. But what you're describing is the show V. Well, yeah, yeah, but they showed like they, they show like a, an advertisement. There, there are, well, there are like, billboards all over the all over the city for this like like it's supposed to be this like sexual science fiction show. We it was is just it on sexual? There. Everything yeah, yeah, I've seen of it is just saber tooth tigers running around Los no, no, Angeles. No, 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 not La Brea. This other show I'm talking about. Um, this other show that I was talking about that that that's being previewed. That's actually on Hulu. They had like the uh, the the moniker or the or the uh, the advertisement for it there, but uh, but you see it all over the city right now. There's a bunch of billboards. They're they're hyping it hard. They want it to be like you know ooh, it's gonna make a splash. It's so weird. There's an alien like kissing a humanoid, like tonguing, like out tonguing. Like ah, it's a look now. It's I don't know what you're, I've never seen that. Yeah, 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 I'm telling you, if we go back and see what, what the I other, can't go back because oh, yeah. we're gonna have to rewatch an yeah. ad. It's gonna be fucking brutal. That's cool. It's all good. I just want to watch the opening of this. <laughs> It's more Los music. It's fucking music, dude. Oh, yeah, that, that, that building. Oh, look at that. that I building. drive past that every morning. It's so LA. The tar pits does not look that cool. They made it look so much fucking... When did they shoot this? I would like to know when they shut this down to shoot this traffic. Is this the same uh, people who do Hallmark? I the the lighting for, is that... I've lived out here for three years, and I've never seen them shut down. Is that Jillian Vigman? A... What? The mom? The mom. I don't know. Yeah, let's just see. Let's see. How are you gonna do? Like, how are you gonna know if you watch it no, more? Because, no, because because I, I. How uh, old is this lady that you think it is? She she would be like in her mid forties. She'd be a mom age now. It's not her. I guarantee I you that was. lady's in her late twenties. <laughs> Seriously, let me see. the mom. The mom is in her late twenties. Come on, there's young parents. La Brea show. Let me see. But they have like teenage kids. You know. Well, no, it's not her. I thought it was. I thought it was. But but I bet you they go to the same audition. No, it's uh, Zyra Gorecki, Natalie Z. But yeah. you can tell she's a little older, right? Well, yeah. She's like the hot mom. Still trying well, to be hot. There is a real easy fix. Stop dropping us off at school. You don't have to drive us. It's weird. We can't take the bus like every other kid. Honestly, this she's a helicopter mom who falls into a sinkhole. <sighs> Natalie Z is her name. Are families this glib all the time? Not vote, not like with this dialogue, but yeah. I mean, yeah. When you're, what do you, what does glib mean, by the way? Uh, it, 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 to me, it's sort of insincere and kind of, and, and there's a certain just uh, kind of an insincerity or. So yeah, uh, that chick is 46. I, I, I can tell she's she. Oh 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 oh! The earthquake's happening. Uh oh, are you feeling it? Are they gonna burst out like 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 a well? That, so is she, the rock gonna come out? So is he I'm in this? thinking she falls into a hole, yeah. and that's where she, like the world she falls into. But, so it's like land of the lost. Okay, so the tar pits is draining. 
Is there tar in the tar pits even? St- I know there is, uh, but I like, think. I is, don't it, know. is it maintained tar? I feel like they pour tar in the tar pits <laughs> to keep it going. They put a few tires in there. Huh? It's, yeah, I so it's it, just over. Yeah, there are some oil companies out here, you know, because it's an unstable land, earthquake oil. It's an unstable landmass. And it just turns into your standard disaster movie right now. Yeah. That's good. I mean, I yeah. feel like if they didn't. I feel like if they didn't tell you what the show was about, they could have wrong-footed you here. If they made you think it was just a standard earthquake show, but yeah. then, but now we know from the advertising that it's about saber-toothed tigers and shit. <laughs> I mean, again, they're tying into the boy. I don't think there's. To be honest with you, I don't think there's a building that tall where they're at. Yeah, oh yeah I think you're right. Uh, it, 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 Independence Day had an impact, man. That really had a, had a lasting impact. This that was a scene, great movie. Oh, I, I, hey, Independence Day was a was a hit. It was a hit. That and Mars Attacks came out relatively yeah. the same time. Yeah, I remember. I, didn't, I, I wanted to like Mars Attacks because well, I, that was too goofy because for you. Because You're I actually no, it. because I actually like Tim Burton and I actually don't mind that sensibility. So it just, <laughs> but but I found it. I just I didn't connect with it. Yeah, I found it. He wants to be a worse director than what he actually is. Tim Burton's a good director. I think he wants to be Ed Wood. Uh, there she goes. Oh. No, let her fall into the fucking hole. Is this where she's going to meet her alien that she's going to make out with? I wonder if that's the fucking poster. <laughs> we got to see this poster. You're going to be like, oh, it's a, you, you'll recognize it. You'll, you'll have seen it. There's some show that's, that's being kind of hyped right now. And then it's like an alien t- open tongue kissing with a, like a humanoid. You know, and then there, I mean, it's, there's all these. Her kids oh. just die all of Los Angeles. Oh, she, well, well, she's got the because uh, this is her thing. We're gonna have a. a <laughs> oh, she's got like a bum leg. She's yeah, got a peg leg. Yeah, exactly. So because we're we're appealing to that audience also, you know, it's just like we 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 have to check off so many boxes and God, got to still make it a compelling story. Maybe this is compelling. Oof, she's not the best actor. That building is so L.A. Ooh, the uniqueness of your... That's a pretty your... sick sinkhole, dude. If yeah, there was a sinkhole yeah. like that in L.A., I'd make it an attraction. I'd go visit that. Yeah, that'd be pretty crazy. La Brea! I say La Brea. Oh, are we going to have to wait this long for the fucking <laughs> saber-toothed cats and shit like that? I think so. you want to so. talk about this Lucy show? They're rebooting the Lucy show. Yeah, I, I, I didn't know this. I wasn't aware of this, you know? So Amazon Prime Video announced today that it will launch all four Lucy. Like even based on the title, all for Lucy, a modern, a modern reimagined version of the beloved comedy series. I love Lucy. The project is being developed uh, by Edda Mole Shine Boomdog, a division of some company. Uh, it will launch exclusively on Prime Video in Latin America and the United States in this new series. Lucy is a 21st century woman who wants to be in love, but doesn't want to give up her individuality. Um. Well, Natalia Tellez, Natalia Tellez is set to star in the iconic role of Lucy, while Daniel Tovar will play her husband Ricky. Uh, and another modern update on love: Andres Zuno and Daniel Haddad play the couple Esteban and Federico, who are Ooh. Lucy and Ricky's next door neighbors. Oh, so it is a Latin audience. You know. We're excited to continue showing the explosive creativity for our talent in Mexico and bringing Amazon Prime to our customers. Uh, I Love Lucy is the basis of every comedy show ever done, and we are honored to reimagine it with its core characters and stories. We took this classic sitcom and re- and transformed it into a modern romantic comedy for 2021. 
Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, sounds good. There's going to be some sassy ass gays. But but again, it's what is it is it geared towards maybe a more sort of Latin audience? Would you say or what's no? Sort of the, I mean, they're going to sh- yeah, but they they want yeah. everybody to watch. It's just going to be shown. It's going to be broadcast in Latin. Like it's not going to be a show that in gets Mexico. shown in one place yeah. and then re-airs. Like simultaneous broadcasting. And I think they're having like telenovela actors be the people. Because I wonder about because <laughs> again, Lucy was white. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. That's yeah, unacceptable. Yeah, yeah, you know, but but you know, again, interracial couples in the '60s is an unacceptable that, thing, and that was the '50s, dude. I mean, that was really old. It went into the '60s, but it was. Like, I think she actually is white in this, but she's played by a Mexican lady. Cultural preparation. What if I called that? That'd be hilarious. <laughs> but is this uh, the Hugh Jackman lookalike? Oh my God! Get to the saber tooth tigers. Can I fast forward this? Hopefully, I can. The modern man. U.S. Air no, El Segundo Air Force Base. This is ridiculous. Says you were the best. I, this show's already bad because there has not been a one goddamn saber-toothed tiger or dinosaur. Yeah, it should come. So is this actually a TV? I mean, sh- it's a TV yeah, show. This is a TV yeah, yeah, show yeah, yeah, on exactly. NBC. Yeah, exactly. Fucking ass, dude. Let's see where this is in the fucking. <laughs> La Brea is twentieth in the prime. <laughs> This is amazing. <laughs> I'm done with it. I'm not. I'm not waiting. Yeah, it's, I'm gonna. I'm gonna show you the standings, and then we're gonna go to TV history and fucking yeah. sail this bitch on home. I'm furious about the sound levels. Okay, sorry about that. Oh no, you're fine. <laughs> I feel like the episode's fine. I'm yeah. just highly upset that these. So yeah, TV standings, television show standings. Yeah, there's been. Has there been a bit of a shakeup at the top? everything let's go over the fucking uh so uh bob hart's abishola got down to 11th in the prime uh ncis got closer to manifest manifest did not gain in the streaming so it didn't get any points so what number is it uh it's still first Man- oh, okay it's okay. got 26.688 and what would it need to get more points again i'm sorry what, 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 it has to get more viewers oh. week to week okay so it got basically uh, uh, it was low less same viewers, amount oh, less viewers. less but Not still, by much. It still yeah. has a billion watch minutes. It just yeah. didn't have as many as wow. last time. W- again, what network is Manifest again? It know. was on NBC, but now it's a Netflix show. Netflix just is going to make a new season. Yeah. Di- wow. Uh, NCIS number two caught the win this week. Prem- uh, second episode gained in viewership. So it got a three. It got three points. Yeah. Notice I put a recent results column in here. Yeah. So it got a win plus three clickbait win plus three. Clickbait isn't that the uh, we we went through the uh, that show That's last a, a week. Show on, now clickbait went down in the streaming ratings, but it still gained in viewers. Okay. So it got the so it got the three points. And what does that term mean? Explain it to me. You're of a generation that can explain. The what do term. you mean? What, cli- what does clickbait mean? Like when there's an article that has a title that says something, and then you click on the article, and it has nothing to do with the title. Oh, oh, god, that that's terrible. Yeah, because a lot of these websites they get their money on clicks. Like they judge their ad income on how many people click this article. Yeah, it makes sense. And there's even deeper that's conspiracies. There are some people who think that all journalists write articles based on like, oh, we'll just we'll make this the title, so it'll generate clicks. But a lot of the people don't even know the people who write the articles don't make the headlines. Oh, God. It's the... Yeah, bright Yeah, part. yeah. Yeah, yeah. So the voice climbed into third briefly, and then it got cucked by clickbait. So okay, it, it okay. climbed a little bit. Uh, Goldberg's went from 13th to 9th in prime access. Oh, good for them. 
They're rising up. Well, they're rising up. They're getting some views. They're getting some death views because the dude who played the grandpa, Pat, died. Oh, so. George Siegel? Yeah. I remember him. He was in the movie Roller Coaster He was a big part of that show. He was also in The Duchess and the Dirtwater Fox, a Goldie Hawn movie from 1976. How's that for a good reference? Chicago Med with the power of Netflix is number five in the prime. Boy, those uh, Chicago it, shows do well. But it took losses all around. Went down in streaming, went down in, in network. But it's still hanging tight at number five. And, and, and what gives it that that staying power? What gives it that? What, why, why again? Why would it be able to stay? I'm curious. I want to make sure. Because it just didn't. It's the because it didn't go down or up between what's above it or below. Okay. It. You okay. got to think of this like oh, standings yeah. in yeah, sports. Exactly. This is yep. not based in reality right yeah. now. Yeah. No. This is. Well, this, no, hey, listen. I like this. I like it. I like it. <laughs> this is I, I all based on if a show gained or lost viewers. Yep. Yep. So if you see a plus three, it means more people watched it this week than last week simple as that yeah yeah uh and then so gray's anatomy i don't know there's prelims on those numbers that aired on thursday yeah but the finals aren't coming out because nielsen had a had a fucking crash in their computers or something (laughs) so they're not releasing the thursday finals until monday okay but on the prelims around four million people watch i don't know if that's a win based on last year um so gray's anatomy is sitting tight at seventh with only the netflix numbers with 14 yeah and you have Criminal Minds, also Netflix, uh, Chicago Fire, number nine. The FBI's are nine or 10, 11, and 12, all the FBI shows. CBS, you know, something they, they do, they put out a, you know, they, they know Old their people spot. people love CBS. They know their spot, you know. They, they know what they're doing. Yeah, Goldberg's is kind of a Wonder Years reboot, too. He's right. Oh, yeah. Well, it, it's, it's got a certain, what is it, got, well, like, a, like a family it's 80s. Time. It's Wonder yeah, Years, it's but 80s. 80s. Yeah, yeah, which I... Don't you like probably it. actually would like not like it, but you'd probably be like, oh, God, that like I remember all this. Yeah, shit. no, I'm sure I'd get a lot of the references. Of course I would. So uh, then and uh, I'd be upset that that protein. <clears> we have had some new entrants. We got Money Heist and Turning Point 911. Here's the thing about the streaming ratings, too. They're a month behind. Nielsen puts them in. So we just got the beginning of September streaming ratings. So for the next week or two, it's going to be a lot of 9-11 shit is going to be up top. What was that uh, turning point 9-11? Was that a just PBS? A, just a doc. I think it's, just, oh. it's a Netflix documentary about like how that changed. Hack shit. We all know the world changed after 9-11. Yeah. Stop making post-terror, yeah. not, like the yeah. world in 9-11 after the turning point. Yeah. yeah. There was no turning point. There's still, we're still taking our shoes off. <laughs> Only Murders in the Building, a Hulu show, 8.992. Uh, Heartland, Outer Banks, Frankie and Gracie all dropped. Yeah, all took losses. Who Frankie and, and Gracie is? Uh, I want that show to succeed. I, I like uh, Jane Fonda it's been on for and eight Lily years. Tomlin. Good for them. God, but Jane Fonda when she gets interviewed now, I saw her on Stern. She's a little pretentious bit. as fuck. Uh, she's kind of annoying. Yeah, she was. She's so affected. Like her tr- dealing with. Oh, they speak like this, and, 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 and I'm so stressed out, and uh, oh, I'm just sixty, and <laughs> sixty. Nothing yeah, she, I did. She's like eighty-five, man. I'm yeah, yeah. Eighty, and nothing I did worked, so I'm just so stressed out. Because <laughs> the, the way, like, it's almost like I changed nothing. Stern, st- yeah, and Stern. It's because I did everything. I did was hallow because I'm just a stupid <laughs> fucking actress who affects zero change on the world. <laughs> Yet I want to think I do, you know. But uh, Stern, because Stern was doing a Stern interview, he's like, "So you don't like John Voight? But you were good friends with John Voight. Like, he was peppering her, and she was just like, she she couldn't deal with his his energy. She, I think, because she, she's old. I think it was kind of jarring to her. She was just like, oh, like he was, oh, his voice. Like it was just like, you know, I think you become even more delicate and soft when you want to end it. 
when you wanted to, because he said she said that her and John Voight were really good friends, uh, and then John Voight became this complete born oh. again right wing. So know? let me tell you about this ordinary Joe show. Yeah, this number one in the early fringe with a five point eight five two five super rising. rating. It's about one dude who lives three different parallel lives, and the show is about each parallel life. So there's one Joe who is like a nine eleven survivor. And there's one Joe who's a rock star and there's one Joe who's like a regular business and the whole episode goes back and forth between the Joe's lives and how his lives are different in the parallel universes. Oh, God, it's, it's such a like the male psyche is fractured. So we want to have our fantasy life uh, make us feel better. So yeah, <laughs> Rob Aponte says Money Heist has that international audience of Spanish speakers. That's one of those Netflix shows that's yeah. like a Mexican show. Yeah. Yeah, that's been on for like five years. Good for them. <laughs> Virgin River, the rookie. Virgin River, the, the producer took a pass, but it's it's doing. It's got a decent audience. You know what I mean? It's doing well. It's way down, but I it's mean, it's, yeah. but it's past its cycle. The season's probably over. It, yeah, these it, things have yeah. a life. Like they yep. they people will watch these shows for like two weeks and then they're done, and then they go on to God, another show. Crazy! It's so different. So two weeks ago, Virgin River, everybody crammed it because they put the whole season up at once. You can watch all ten episodes at oh, once. Oh yeah, okay. It's okay. not week by week. Yeah, yeah, they don't parse it out that way anymore. People actually hate it when you do it. I prefer doing it that way, but people hate the idea of because just drop you, it all at once because people yeah. want to just sit down and watch the whole show. God. They don't want to wait a week. God, that that yeah, that's a fundamental. I, I you know, and I get that. I get why people want that. I do, but it's because you want this. But I, for me, it always built some. It's, it's like football. You, it's good that there's one game a week. You build to the one game. It makes it more exciting. See, it builds attention to me. But that that's a different... I have a different consumer palette, you know, uh, than that. And TV shows, yeah, you want to just watch it all. Yeah, that makes sense, you know? But with that, let's yeah. go to yeah. This Week in TV History. Uh, yeah, exactly. We, got to, we have to break something down. It was an important week, if I'm not mistaken, wasn't... Uh, what, what happened this week? There's got to be some, a lot of stuff debuted. Honestly, not really. Some sports, maybe some baseball. Uh, you know, well, October. it was the end of the season. Yeah, it's the like there was maybe a I got team some clinched, baseball stuff coming a, a, a up. A team clinched, you know. The uh, oh yeah, no, I have the Dodgers beat the uh, beat the the Giants Blue Jays beat the fucking Brewers. Uh, the Phillies clinched. I have the Phillies clinching. Oh, in ninety three, yeah, that, that Phillies team was a ragtag bunch of uh, you know of, of of misfits and miscreants coming together. Making it happen. They were good, actually. Lenny Dykstra was a very good baseball player. Yeah, now he's got a gambling An addiction. awful, awful human being. Look at those Brewers. Is, it, is, it, is, it, is that Chris Bazio? No. I love those Brewers jerseys. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, let me fucking make this smaller and keep it going. Holy shit. Um, <laughs> so let's start with yeah, the 27th. The, 93 was the first year the A's had sucked since like 86, and that was a real jarring experience for me. Here's the the lineup. They, yeah, they, they, tra boy, they traded for Ricky. They, they got Steve Carse and uh, this guy Herrera, who never played in the major leagues. They got two. Uh, Carse was a reliever for the Yankees. Remember him, Steve Carse? He was kind of a long reliever. He was a decent enough pitcher. wasn't great. Look at that line. That lineup was. Uh, th this is September 27th, and Allroads hitting 363. That's a zenith quality lineup, right yeah, there. Yeah, I mean the, the, their their lineup was great. Paul Molitor batted sixth. I mean, their lineup was unbelievable. They were a great team. Oh, this would be well. No, I got. I'm going day by day. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, this was uh, September 27th. 
So this is when the, when the Blue Jays clinched the division. They beat the Brewers in, in Milwaukee. Aww. They beat them at Old County Stadium. My days of County Stadium were over by that point. Because my so, early, I loved going. To so County I'm going to read this. This goes on. So this is that tells you like what was going on that day. I yeah. found. So uh, Dream Lover by Mariah Carey was top of the charts. Ooh, how did that song go again? We won't. If you try to, I know we it, can't play it. Well, I don't but, know. But yeah, but, but, I have no idea. Okay, okay. I know the song, but I don't know. Yeah. Uh, the Good Son was the top movie in the box office. Who Who was in that? Macaulay Culkin, where he plays the evil kid. Oh, yeah. I remember that show. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. That, that was at the Davis Theater for a buck. You know? Really? <laughs> yeah, I, feel, I think that was like... That was a major release. Here's something we can put on. Uh, this is something I thought you'd like. This isn't the, the same year. Is that actually a pretty good movie, The Good Son? Is it actually decent? It's okay. Is it? But it's really dated now. I mean, it's just about a bad seed. It's like the bad seed. When you th- did you grow up with any kids who were truly like, oh, this kid's actually kind of bad? Did you no, refer- not really. You remember that? Yeah, I, I, I wondered about that. Look at this. This is a, the nineties remake this is a of gong the Gong Show with show. the Fat Boys. No, this is. I, I have this throwing in while I read this. While I read the words, this isn't nineteen ninety three. I'm telling oh, you what oh. was going on in nineteen ninety three while yeah. I play a Gong Show from nineteen eighty eight with the Fat Boys. Wow, wow. Kurt Rambis trying to make a name for himself on television. He's a Laker. We'll throw his ass on there. God, that's amazing. They should have had Chuck Barris. The earthy smells of fall have started to fill the air in America. The song Dream Lover by Mariah Carey is top of the singles charts. Bill Clinton is currently the president of the United States, and the movie Good Son is at the top of the box office. God, I'm so... Why is that? You just That's like you remember that shit? Yeah, absolutely. In fashion, many of the trends from the late 80s are still in vogue. Colored tights, denim overalls, leotards, flannel shirts... And shoulder pads are all still fashionable at the moment. Yeah, well, flannels were that was definitely, grunge fashion has also become mainstream. Yes, popularizing absolutely. band T-shirts, ripped jeans, mom jeans, and Doc Martens. Yeah, Doc Martens were a huge shoe back. Then. I never had a pair. Pogs became a, a thing in '93. Cool. Pods. Pogs. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. Little cardboard circles that you threw into. It's like jacks, but with cardboard yeah, circles. It yeah. was the lamest. Fu- I had a pog maker. Yeah. Hot shit in fucking third grade. Jax. Uh, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers just started. Frasier yeah. just debuted. Yeah, Frasier was a big show. In Russia, the possibility the of civil boys. war was looming. Look at them just fucking sweating their ass off. Yeah, uh, early 90s Russia was chaos. And the strong man came in and he's, uh, he's uh, pretty good at what he does. Look at Kurt and Rebecca. Is he... Tr- <laughs> Look, look at Molitor. It's Molitor. See what Molitor has to say. Molitor was so good late in his career. He was such a good a baseball player. Oh, wait. I got to fucking turn off this. Uh, they also had Dave Stewart was a pitcher, I think, for them. They went back-to-back. World. They, they, they were great, man. In 92-93, they, they were an amazing baseball team. This is with dumb Canadian. Yeah. Here we are, eh? You know, we got to... Oh, the audio on this fucking sucks. <laughs> so, yeah, on September 27th, that was what happened. God. Got end of baseball season shit happening. Yep, absolutely. And then the next day on the 28th, let's see if anything Ooh. not... I was living in Wicker Park at this time, living on Damon Avenue, above Quimby's bookstore. Daniel Day-Lewis got... Co- what the, the problems for the actors, that was one of the big things. Daniel Day-Lewis pled guilty to speeding. He was speeding in his car. Trying to make that sort of like a story. But here's what else was going on on TV. We have Dave's World. 
uh, new episode. But look at these ratings. 15.8. 18 million people watched Murphy Brown. Yeah, I believe that. Love and War. 16 million people. Those were the days. Uh, Monday Night Football. The Steelers Falcons. That's what we have here with Ooh, this. God, God, yeah, the- this, I only have a minute and 33 of it. Well, this was we can I, watch this whole thing. The dome, I mean, they've rebuilt, they've ripped this stadium down. But yeah, but it was this. thirty years old. That's a exactly. long time. Exactly, but I remember the stadium being new. I remember Atlanta Fulton County Stadium. This was like the first or second year of the new of the of the dome stadium. At the controls hands to Barry Foster makes it look Barry easy. Foster. I remember him. The end. First this is Cowers' like second year as a coach. On their opening drive, they led seven nothing. Look at those shoulder pads. That was like when the Falcons. That was like modern. That was when they first went all black. Right? Oh, oh, uh, yeah. The, 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 this is like a good Dion. Dion, I think, was still on the team. Look at how that looks like green concrete. You can tell how oh, hard that fucking oh, the, the asterisk was so bad back then. No sponginess to it at all. The June Jones. Pre Jerome Bettis, I don't remember. Here's here's what'll age me. Yeah, I don't really remember pre Jerome Bettis Steelers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the, the Steelers because this was Cowher's second year, and they were certainly competitive. Barry Foster led the league in rushing, I think, in '92. Carnell Lake. Figures. 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 Yeah, from UCLA. Look at young Steve Levy. This is when before yeah. Sports Center was that cheesy. Yeah. Kevin Green hits a bear. Kevin Green is dead. He, dead? he just died this yeah. year. Yeah. CTE yep. took him. Jesus. I mean, he had a grabber though, right? I think he had a grabber. Yeah. Yeah. They smoked Three him. Three touchdown game for him. Neil O'Donnell. Neil O'Donnell. That was when quarterbacks were fucking insignificant. Well, Neil O'Donnell was average though, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, his high watermark was losing Super Bowl thirty. He turned that into a $25 million five-year contract from the Jets. He made $5 bucks a year in 97, which was a lot of money for a quarterback back then. I remember Mark Rippon, after he won the MVP in Super Bowl, what, 27? He, got a, he made $2.4 bucks a year, and that was the highest-paid player in football. Got a supermarket sweep from the 27th to 93. <laughs> Those sweaters! I think I still have clothing like this. Like the price is right, but it's not. It really is. Yeah. <laughs> and it looks like it's. Do they do this part in a studio and then take them to a supermarket? I, 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 no, I think they have a. That's not a Vons. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it is. Yeah. Oh, they set up a supermarket. Yeah, yeah, this is like exactly. a studio. They didn't just go to like Domino's. And, and it has like four aisles, you know. I remember this show. And welcome to Supermarket Sweet. God, well, that, that shirt. That guy combo. was a dad in a sitcom, wasn't he? Yeah, I think, I think yeah. that's the dad from Even Stevens. Wow. Five grand. Oh, that was their prize. I wouldn't fucking get on a plane for this show for $5,000. Well, yeah, 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 exactly. I know. It's teeny. And what do you say? And what do you say? Let's see what they... Oh, this is the stupid... That looks like uh, what, what the Susan Smith who killed Man, her children in South Carolina. How hard do you think his hand is pressed up against her back right now? I wonder. It's probably giving her a, a lower fucking the nape of her fucking butt yeah. massage. He, he wasn't Richard Dawson. Although Richard Dawson, he would flat out tongue kiss the female contestants. Flat out tongue kiss them. It's. I bet you we've had a segment of Richard Dawson awkward kisses. There's got to be a, a clip of that. Of Richard Dawson awkward kisses on Family Feud. 
because because it's just he did it was like thousands of that was his that, that was his thing that was his trademark you know awkward. what smooching gals yes the female contestants from fan she would and and, and they, people made jokes about it they would give him like a a balloon of a, of a pair of lips you know like oh give him a gift you know like oh it's kind of funny Ooh. kind of wholesome yet kind of so weird. on the t- on the on the 28th, the Phillies clinched. Yeah. Do you remember this? I don't remember them clinching it, but I, I remember them beating the Braves. I didn't think they were going to beat the Braves, and they beat the Braves, and that was a big deal. Uh, but they had to play that buzzsaw uh, Blue Jays. Blue Jays beat the White Sox. They beat the White That's, Sox. That is for next week, because that happened on the 4th. Yeah. That series started on the 4th. I yeah. was going to play that. But that didn't fucking happen. Exactly. No, yeah. So, yeah, wait, what else happened? Yeah, sorry, I don't mean to keep going. Uh, we got the Grace Under Fire debuted. Do you remember Brett Butler? Remember oh, yeah. Grace Under Fire? That, 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 had a, that, was, that was Roseanne inspired. That was number one for a little while. When I first started doing stand up, like in 94, it had like a six. What city was it in? Houston or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. We're working. The only reason you got this job is because you're a chick, and the company caved into chick pressure. God, it's like really ham-handed sexism. Oh. This job is because I promised to have sex with smart guys. Too bad for you. There you go. Uh-oh. She put it back in her fa- in his face. This show was number one for about six weeks. Uh, I I mean I think it was popular for longer than that. I oh, oh, oh no, no no it was on for but remember it was the number one show for a while. It was the number one show. I think it was on from uh, I think it was on for probably four years, five years. She made I mean she made a good living on it. I'm sure. You no, know, she was doing well. Bailey's watching the show on mute. Uh, I'm sleeping at his girlfriend's house. Got to be quiet, but he's going to listen. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Thanks for listening when you're at your girlfriend's place, man. And we actually have some level of, of importance. John Candy, he's the funny fat guy. He'll be No, that's acting. not John Candy. I know it's not. That's, I think that's Artie Lang. Gender sensitivity training. Hey, I got the gender right here. How'd you like the training? Hey. I mean, but they were trying to deal with these woke issues at the I time. Mean, you even know? at the time, I feel like that guy would get tossed out immediately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can we harass the fucking girls? These fucking broads. I mean, it's weird working with them when they come into the uh, to the plant. See, they're trying to deal with issues, you know. Let's listen to the dialogue and see what else was on. Joe's life was on before this. Uh, we had Thea. Uh, home improvement. See, Grace Under Fire yeah. had the home improvement lead in. Oh yeah, no, they, they, they had a one-two punch there. 19.4 million people watched Home Improvement at 9 o'clock. Wow. Why would Alan even just try to throw his hat back in the ring? Country it's Music like, Association dude, Awards were also on. tens of millions of dollars just to hang out with your style, stack of cash, and just enjoy your life. So this was still the time when Fox was like 90210 and Melrose Place oh, centric. Yeah. It was like the, feel like the tabloid channel. Oh, Absolutely. I watched Melrose Place. I watched yeah, many episodes of Melrose. That was the more adult-centric 90210. But it was such... It, it all, it's a soap opera at night. That's all it is. You know, and, and to be honest with you, if you're going to try to do a drama show, it's got to have soap opera elements in it. You know what I mean? There's, there's a reason why the soap opera kind of works. Well, what's this video? Boston News from that day, from the 28th, 1993. News at 10, 90210 is bad girl is now a bride. We'll have that story next. Shannon Doherty got married? Yeah, probably Doherty. Jamming. It's 94. Yeah, this was like... Today's hottest music, the newest Millie Vanilli songs every day. They have been defrocked by this point. But it is, it's like Terrence Trent Darby would have been on this. 
Looking for the wishing well. Or who's that fucking dude who was in all the fucking 80s movies? Not Rutger Hauer, but fucking the dude from Stan, the dude from The Outsiders. C. Thomas Howell. C. Thomas Howell. C. Yeah. Thomas Howell was probably no, just he, becoming a has been in '93. Yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. He was done. He, he was like '93 was the time where you go, what the fuck is C. Thomas Howell doing? Yeah. Exactly. It, it was a, a, a kind of a punchline of jokes. You know, like hip Gen X comics would talk about him. You know what I mean? Like uh, in '94 when I started doing stand up, <laughs> when I used to, you know, nothing time. happened on the 30th. Yeah. October 1st. There's got to be something big on October 1st. Yeah, Shannon Doherty got married. God, she's, and now she's like struggling with cancer. It's just like, ugh. It's just, again, the age. <laughs> oh, the cancer's going to get all of us. Yeah, it's fucking disturbing. Oh, yeah, ESPN2 debuted. Oh, that This was, is the first hour of ESPN2. That was, that was a um, event. The deuce. Put on the deuce. Yeah, he's. You gotta man, make, they're really making a big deal out of it up top. <clears throat> Barry Manilow. They're letting you know right up top, ESPN2 is fucking America. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Jason Alexander from St. He still looks the same. Kelsey look at, that's Look at how drunk and high on coke he yeah. is. Huey Lewis in the news. Oh, man. Oh, baby. You got to remember it. This is when you know they don't have content because the first uh, the first minute of ESPN2 was just replays of the national anthem. Absolutely. You know, and, and but, but kind of making a gag out of it, too, like taking the piss out of it. Like, hey, we're kind of hip, you know, like. Keith. Oh. Keith. Your Honor, and I use that term loosely. I was just just trying to get a look at Olbermann with that mustache. Yeah, <clears throat> Olbermann. He was an ESPN guy before. See that mustache him. behind a peephole. High school, and now you're disturbing the peace. What are we gonna do with Chris Berman? Fucking oh. naked from the waist down, underneath that judge gown. God, he's he, he was he looks you, younger than I. Oh, he was. Oh, in the late '80s, Berman was deemed funny with his with his name. I think up until the mid 2000s, Moose Antlers Haas. He had his new. How do you come up with these nicknames? Mike Pepperoni Piazza. You know, they had like his, his names he would do, you know, and, and that was deemed like funny, you know, like they do noise. Oh, he's still doing it. Oh. He just has lost his voice to the oh. cigars at this point. Oh, God. Chris, you're guilt room. All right. Is this just, that'd be funny if it was just sketches, if he has pants, who was, <laughs> was their shot at a sketch show? Is that Mitch album? Oh, absolutely. You know, uh, from uh, the Detroit Free Press. Mitch Album wrote Tuesdays with Maury. And basically he had said, I'm not coming back. You got to get rid of me. They found a place. He said, okay, I'm surprised it was this fast. And he's gone. Uh, let's hope it picks up his career here now. Yeah, this is a great play. Worm in the album. Dude, did they call Keith Olbermann in fucking out of bed? Jesus Christ. <sighs> What's he wearing? Wow. Look at that oh, fucking bomber jacket. He looks like he's wearing a hairnet. He looks like yeah. he just finished a shift at Wendy's on the w- Friday. Was cook. he on Lean or On no, Me with Lou Diamond Bruno. Phillips? Look <laughs> at this. He looks like he's Whoa. about to. Fl- he looks like Barry Seal, like he's about to fly cocaine mm-hmm. across the border. Look at that fucking jack. Look at that shirt. That's right, Richard Lewis versus Bruno Kirby. But might as well be the two of them. Many say as Lennox Lewis versus Frank Bruno battling in England in Cardiff, Wales, for as the Brits would say, half a. Well, they wanted ESPN to be loose, no ties. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Casual yeah, yeah. network. Absolutely. Yeah, it was hip. It was it was deemed hip? They, they had like the very first X Games. 
I remember watching X Games on ESPN2, and I, I kind of liked it. It was different. You when know? I was younger, ESPN2 was where the strongman competitions were. <laughs> you Lum- wanted, lumberjack yeah, competition? You wanted to see Swedish bulks throw just kegs like, over walls? Just, yeah, absolutely. I, I, I watched those strongman competitions. I, I was entertained by that. I, I thought that was good. Those were good thrills, good cheap thrills. A crown, yeah. actually, third of a crown, heavyweight crown. Uh, we will have full coverage of the Battle of Britain if you bring our own analyst. Oh, yeah, Lennox, that was another thing that happened this week, too. We're getting a lot of history through ESPN. Uh, Lennox Lewis did his first title defense. His first wow. Got his first heavyweight title shot. God, I, I didn't realize he was that old. I knew he was, I mean, I knew it was a guy from the 90s, but I it was 93. But Frank Bruno, because I, I know Tyson fought Bruno. Because Tyson was just getting out of the joint by this time. I think he got out of the, you know, just, no, I think you know, he was still in the right. joint. Hey, Bo, my question is, there's a heavyweight title fight going on. And my you're father not... and Riddick Bo had, had the same neurologist. For, really? Because he has Parkinson's now. That's pretty sick. And so uh, they, they, they had the same procedure done. You know, I, I watched the Muhammad Ali, Ken Burns thing. and uh, The only thing that was good about it was they had a lot of his 70s fights. Was He just got the shit kicked out of him. He was so beat up by the end of his life. It was just like, I mean. The end of his boxing Image. career. Cool. What about sports? Click. As well as I do, I would like for volleyball to do better. Look at that and screen filter. It's so. Oh, that's so real world. What, 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 what video is that from? Is, is that from a? I, don't, I want my. That's just a cart. That's like a standard oh, Photoshop so putting like making bad. something a cartoon. For my my female. My, they were trying to make this like reality bites. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was, to do I, I, I couldn't them. stand that movie. I thought it was terrible. I love that movie. Because it was like, ooh, it's capturing Gen X. No, a better Gen X But movie here's than the that, reason it, I like it, though, is because it reminds me of being a kid in the 90s. Yeah, like, exactly. Like, it reminds me of the good music and stuff. Yeah, like yeah, I get that. I wasn't an adult. Like, that's the thing. Like, it's supposed to be like, oh, being an adult in the 90s. Yeah, but, like, yeah I'm like, young no. adulthood and how difficult it is. Yeah, no, you know, it like, just reminds me of, like, yeah. watching the real world. Yeah. Because the real world was popular. It was absolutely a similar power to that. No it's doubt about. about it. No doubt about it. You know? The real world, that started the whole, that, that was the original reality tv show i mean you know who puck is right everyone knows who puck Hell is yeah i know who puck is yeah puck is, well in our case they'd probably say he was too violent look at gary bettman looking like a young fucking mafia don right but, there uh, it, it it's really an unfair perception and but what we have is our own great stars we have brett hall mario this is the first time hockey ever got to be on tv he's so well, nervous <laughs> he's representing hockey for the, the first time it, it was on it was on espn i remember watching stanley no, cup yeah, games but yeah but it, but I think it was trying from to have new Look, he's, he's still the he's still the commissioner. Right? Oh yeah, yeah, he's terrible. Didn't he come from the NBA? He's yeah, totally yeah, mobbed up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was a uh, <clears throat> he was a under a David Stern kind of tutelage. You know, I get a I get a, a top reference on the Barry Seal thing for Keith Oberman looking yeah, like good. Barry Seal. It was good. Yeah. The, oh, this this was like on. Am I watching Swingers now? Hey, it's gaming. We're video. It was the very early parts of gaming. You know, I I, I was. You know, I gamed a little bit, but I I wasn't totally into it. I loved games like oh, this. Oh, These man. old hockey games. Absolutely. Yeah. They were the shit. But I mean, aren't there like competitions? You, you can go to like stadiums. They have like video game. Like, oh, yeah. Comp- yeah There's yeah. leagues. There's yeah. like, you can be a professional video gamer now. Like that's, and it's not even a niche now. Like I would, if I had a kid, I would very much foster them being in video games. Wow. To make a living off. You probably got a lot, oh, a lot yeah. of hours, I imagine. The look fact at, is, uh, look a lot at that of people set. felt, including me, that uh, the first game... Uh, just was not a realistic depiction of the game. Uh, oh, he's mad about the hockey oh, game. Oh, 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 oh okay. Oh, oh, well, you're fucking the, the. You're just upset that video games suck. Well, and the fact is, yeah, the technology hasn't reached it yet. 
They're not you know? actual little cartoon men on the ice. I would like them to superimpose humans into the game. I looked. I looked to you. What was the first video game that was like Laura Croft, where it had to, like it felt more realistic, or was kind of a breakthrough into graphics and visuals for you? PS Two, PlayStation Two. Yeah, was the, PlayStation Two was the first time that the ads for the video game actually looked like the game, because for so long they would make a better version of the game for the ad. And then you would turn on the game and you're like, oh, it doesn't look like the commercial. So when did PlayStation 2 come out? 2002. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Xbox. I mean, I, I'll, tell, I'll tell you, I used to do Halo parties every once in a while. Hell yeah. When I was like 32, 33, drink beers and play Halo for like you know, a Saturday night. Yeah. Well, we're know? about to hit three hours. How are you feeling? Yeah. Yeah. We, we, we got to wind it down, I think. Really? Yeah, we we can went wind through. It down. We had some ebbs and flows in this episode. We, 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 we quarreled for a while. <laughs> We had some goofs for a while. There was something going on here, you know, it was happening. I was rambling. Or rambling oh, guy. so he, uh, Rob Aponte says this is the NHL 93 Sega Genesis saga. Uh, they had fights where uh, guys would bleed and people got oh, mad. Oh, yeah, 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 exactly. They yeah. took it out of the 94 game. That's a reference in Swingers that yeah. they took fighting out. Well, the fact is, is that, yeah, is one of, yeah they definitely, we want the image of the NHL. He's definitely thinking long term here because the fact is, the fight was the draw of the NHL. That, that was its home run, was the fight. You wanted to see the fight. And it still kind of happens, but it ain't the same. That being said, wow, it's so much more athletic. God, it's, it's, I, think, I think the NHL is great. I love it. Oh, they're so it. much more hot and sexy now well, well, I mean, and fucking they, slick hair. They, they are like, what, there were women in Chicago who loved the Blackhawks. Oh, like yeah. Rugged and handsome because, you know, they're, they're not, you know, they're, they're rugged and masculine. They're not too smart, you know, so you can, like, tell them what to do still. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that's my, that's how the show ends. That's how the show ends. You know, well, thank uh, you all for listening. Follow Crocious on Twitter. Yep. Insecure Comic. Insecure Comic. He has a, he has a great feed. I think I, I got a few lines again. Are they, are they funny sometimes? Are they, you know? Oh, no, your tweets are great. I appreciate uh, that, Follow the thank show. Thank you, man. I appreciate KeithPazel.com for all the back episodes and That's TV a, league information. Fish for a cop. Um, I'm Keith Pazel on all social media. Yeah. Uh, I'm Keith Pazel in my heart. Exactly. Uh, I'm Keith Pazel in your heart. This was my podcast. We will see you guys next week. Excellent. On YouTube. Hopefully, I'll get the compressor and the levels better. Yep. Uh, it was negligible, but I'm a perfectionist. I love you and I hate me. Goodbye. Excellent. Now how can we announce we are off the air when we are off the air? <laughs>